Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast. Probably the stupidest podcast in the universe. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. On today's episode, we're going to be talking all about Tech Jacket. This is our Tech Jacket Part 2 episode, where we're going to be talking about Volume 3 and 4. But before that, we've got some other fun stuff we want to talk about. I'm Ryan. Joining me today is just Bill. Hi, Ryan. Hi. No TJ today. TJ got caught up at work. He did. It's all right. Um, we will be talking with TJ tomorrow for the Oblivion Song podcast. Yep. So uh, we'll uh, maybe catch up with him on that podcast all about, you know, his thoughts on maybe Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Die, Die, Die. Right, because we're going to get a little bit of snippet yeah. of his thoughts on Tech Jacket, right? Kind of yeah. try at We're going to try and uh, uh, get some of his thoughts on Tech Jacket and add it to the end of this episode or somewhere in this episode. But uh, how have you been doing? Good. You know, not a lot has been going on. I haven't been busy. Yeah. But there's a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. The like news of things coming out, mm-hmm. like um, Castlevania season two. I heard about that, and I've been Did meaning to watch, watch season, season one. one. I know. Fuck, dude. I know. I really want to watch it. It is so. And good. I hear, I hear that season one got really good right as it ended. So people are pumped it, for season two. It, yeah. It just it, like it ended on a high note. Is what I'm saying. Oh like, yeah. It was like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's only four episodes, mm-hmm. and they're a half hour long. What's the new season? Do you know yet? I have no idea. When is it out? October. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like yep. Halloween. Awesome. Yep. That's exciting. Um, we are the Invincible Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, you can leave us iTunes reviews. We always appreciate those. Uh, it helps us, you know get out there and helps it makes it easier for people to find we just had a milestone too didn't we with listens um yeah i think we crossed over fifty thousand. that's exciting total listens which i don't know if that's a whole lot for uh, uh other podcasts try out to there, think but about fifty thousand. the fact things. that uh, it's a big deal for us you know i mean it was a fun milestone for us to cross so yeah. it's pretty big pretty big deal for us um you can email us if you want to be a part of the show you want to write in you want to give us your thoughts on any of the topics that we have uh, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, next episode, if you want to write in, um, we we kind of had to cancel our blood and guts gore-themed episode because this little thing called the Invincible Animated Series was announced, mm-hmm. and we thought that would be a good idea to talk a little about that. So we ended up bumping the uh, blood and guts and gore-themed episode in favor of talking about the animated series, but uh, I think we're going to be doing that. So in two weeks, since this is a bi-weekly podcast, we'll be back to talk all about the blood and guts and Invincible, our favorite bloody scenes. I'm not sure, because TJ and I actually recorded that episode without you, Bill. That's ironic. Yeah. And now here we are yeah. without him. Uh, and we might go back and re-record bits and pieces of that, use it, or just scrap it and start over. But it was a good episode, and uh, we do have some emails from listeners and um, Twitter comments about the blood and guts and Invincible. So if you haven't sent one in and you want to email us write us on twitter or facebook but uh if you already did i still have those emails and we're going to be bringing them up again for that for that one so uh as far as the news goes the invincible related news uh there were some uh otley sketches released online 
for San Diego Comic-Con because he took a bunch of like pre-con commissions. We know that TJ had gotten one. We know that there was a... There were a ton of Invincible oh, yeah. and Eve. Oh, my God. That one Eve yeah. that's where she's like yep. going Phoenix. Oh, it looks so cool. Um, but yeah, the robot, the, there was a really cool looking robot one where his jaw was broken off and it, he, his beard was poking through. That one was really it. cool. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't look too closely at yeah, all of them. That so. one was really neat. I'm sure they'll be posted again or you can go back and check them out. But uh, I think... Uh, yeah, Ryan Otley tweeted it, or retweeted it out because Felix Comic Art was the one that posted that. Uh, but speaking of Ryan Otley, he had a little comic book come out. This was the first little first uh, first Ryan Otley comic book in a while. Um, so the Amazing Spider-Man issue one came out today, and uh, what do you think, Bill? I have not read. I don't think I've ever read a Marvel comic book. To be completely honest, really, not one. Wow. DC, I used to read a lot. Batman, Justice League. Yeah. You just read a lot um, of indie stuff. Yeah, because that's the stuff that's interesting. That's like mm-hmm. very, you know, straightforward storytelling. Have you read some? I mean, you read Hush. You've read some. Mm-hmm. You've read like, what, not, was it Dark Victory and Long Halloween and like, you, yeah. you've read. Yeah, Under the Red Hood and stuff yeah, like you've that. Read yeah, that. you've read Israel. I mean. That's when I was reading like. Spawn. All of DC. Yes. Yeah. But what Spawn is. You're right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But. I so was was jumping into a Marvel thing never just your thing was it something that you just didn't know where to jump in was it something um, that I, it didn't it's just none of the characters really you were more of a DC guy yeah I yeah. guess so yeah and none of them really like intrigued me enough to where I wanted to jump in and it's all so when's a good time exactly you know what exactly. I mean like when is a good time yeah to ever go I however that was, I was so scared about that yeah you know, but I mean, with, this is Spider-Man number one. Yeah, but it's still, and you yeah. know, you read it. There's, it, it, it's not like nothing came before this. Mm-hmm. All those storylines still happened. This is just a jumping-on point. Yeah, and don't and don't be mad, or I guess the best way to enjoy it is to not ask questions. Be like, okay, yeah, I don't know where JJ went. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who's I mean, this other yeah. guy? That's do you know Robbie? Robbie? Yeah, yeah. He was he worked at there with JJ. He was the other guy. I don't know. He was I like JJ's assistant for a while. Didn't or something. know that. He's been in the movies. Did and JJ die? I don't know. Isn't he in this? At no, some point? he's not. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he's not in charge and why Robbie's in charge now. Um, but yeah. But no, I felt uh, I felt like it did a very very good job of being like, hey, all these things happened. He was Doc Ock for a while as a clone. Um, uh, he Peter had his own business. Him and MJ broke up. And I didn't feel like I was lost at all. I would agree with that. I, 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 yeah. I was reading it and I'd be like, oh, okay. So this is like, it's almost like jumping into like an alternate reality and being like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is where this character's at. It makes sense. And it didn't feel like forced exposition. It just felt like, mm-hmm. like this makes sense. Was it weird? Because the main thing is, I mean, why we bought it was for Otley. That was the biggest reason. You know yeah, what I mean? That's that's the biggest mm-hmm. reason. For me, anyways, that's the only reason, just to see something else that he did. Was it jarring or shocking or, like, what? Yeah. Like, certain, certain, uh, certain, you know, what you're saying is certain things that looked like Invincible. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's just, I guess the word I'm trying, like, like, I don't know, weird. Just seeing your Invincible characters in a Spider-Man universe. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of what it is. I actually thought that was going to happen because a lot of times before, you know, when all the sneak peeks for this comic came out, everybody was like, oh, you know, uh, 
JJ, yeah, because JJ is in this at some point. He's uh, somebody said, oh yeah, JJ looks like he's a Viltrumite. You know, he's got the mustache, and uh, like and then, a flashback, he's in it. Oh yeah, like yeah. right here. There's on that. He's on the big cover too. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. There were a few times where Peter looked like Mark, and there was definitely a few times where uh, MJ looked like Eve. TJ even sent us a picture. Uh, in a text of a side-by-side, and yeah. it's like, damn. Well, but, okay, but here's the thing. I did the same thing. I was reading it in bed this morning, and I took that picture right there, the yeah. the bottom right corner, mm-hmm. and I was like, Liz, who is this? And she was like, Eve? And I'm like, no, it's MJ. Yeah. She's like, what? But then I'm thinking... It's like, okay, so it's a redhead character. Dude, that, like, that's a cartoon. It's, this is, I don't, I'm, there's, no, I was I, I wasn't sure whether or not we were gonna feel like that a lot, but I am surprised at how little I noticed Invincible in this comic. If that makes sense, I didn't notice Invincible at all. Or, or um, no, no, I Mark. mean like I, I mean like this the, that style, oh, that, those characters. I didn't I, notice that at all. I mean, there are only a couple times with Mark and you know Peter, sorry, uh, and a couple times with um, almost every time with MJ. Uh, MJ. But other than that, no, man, I, I was very easy for me to take myself out of it mm-hmm. and be totally invested in it. Yeah. But I mean, what what we have to think about, one of my favorite artists ever, Hush, because we talked about oh, yeah. Hush, Jim Lee. Mm-hmm. If you take all of the, the different hairstyles and the makeup off of all the female characters, they all look the same. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's just an art Harley, style. Yeah. Harley looks like Selena Kyle. Selena looks like Poison Ivy. They all look the same. They just are different colors. You mm-hmm. know, Poison Ivy is green selena has dark hair mm-hmm. like it's it's the same exact thing so but it was so cool getting to see him draw such a like a variety of characters too like ryan otley just drew like the marvel universe like it wasn't just spider-man that's what was like, really how cool. cool was that i was like kudos dude like good job he got he you got like I mean? everything no that was so cool um the story was awesome i loved i loved mysterio being the uh uh the whole villain of the mm-hmm. thing um, which is kind of interesting too, considering that isn't the rumored He's villain for Homecoming the two. New, yep. Yeah, pretty cool. Even though he kind of like, uh, I mean, he's kind of wrapped up at the end in a way. So yeah, I'm really excited, and it's crazy that the next issue is out in two weeks. So, which I don't know if that's a um, a regular thing or if uh, that's just for these first two issues or something, and if this is actually a biweekly comic, mm-hmm. which would be crazy. I don't think it think. would be. Yeah, I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, so I guess we'll be back uh, next episode of this podcast talking about... Oh, we'll about... have more Spider-Man to talk wow. about. that's crazy. Um, but yeah, I loved it. This was actually the um, the first comic book my brother actually went out and bought, ever. Like, he's read, wow. like, you know, trade paperback. Because and, of Otley and or... Yeah, he, was wanting, he wanted to read it. Really? He knew, he was excited for it, and he went to a comic book shop down in Florida and bought an issue, wow. added it to a pull list. Like, so he's going to be reading it. Like, and it was... How much was it? Five ninety nine. It's like six bucks. Yeah. It was six dollars, yeah. but it was big, it was wasn't long. it? Yeah. yeah, and especially that section in the back. Um, other than Spider Man, another uh, comic kind of uh, surprise dropped this week. Yeah, die, die, die. Yeah, another comic written by Kirkman. Yeah, and Scott Gimple from the uh, Walking Dead show. It's a co-plot. Um, so Robert Kirkman writer Scott Gimple oh, co-plot. co-plot yeah so I guess they're just co-writing it I, I guess I suppose hmm. like he came up with a general outline or idea and maybe uh, yeah and then Chris Burnham and Nathan Fairbairn 
Nathan Fairburn who color. colored uh, Invincible. Yep. Uh, end of all things. What? So what did um? And more. He did Chris the, uh, Burnham. Run too. What did he do? Batman. So he's a he Batman. Yeah, he's a big Batman artist. He's done a bunch of stuff, and I've always seen uh, his stuff online, and always wanted to read his stuff because I really liked his art and. This was really cool. It was uh, uh, kind of unprecedented, too, for the comic book industry to just surprise drop a comic book. I wonder book. why. Kirkman did a, a few interviews, and there's articles and stuff like that out there. He said he, he loves the... And again, go check those out. I'm just kind of going off memory here. He said he loved the feeling when he was a kid to just walk into a comic shop and like find something new and mm-hmm. pick it up and read it. And these days, everything is so marketed and so advertised that you know everything before it even comes out. He said they're not even showing the covers. They're not soliciting the covers to these comics. I think that's a smart like, idea. I fucking hate that because yeah. it, like I hate... I've always hated that. Why mm-hmm. are they showing the covers? Like They released for Invincible the last the next four covers, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? I mean, yep. granted, they don't have anything to do with it, but... Yeah, but it's still cool. It's still cool not knowing anything. They also said they're not saying how many issues they have in the can. They're not saying what issue this arc is ending with. Mm-hmm. Because if you knew this issue, like like we right now, we know something big is going to happen at the end of next... Oblivion Song issue six. Yeah. And it's like, that's going to be something big. And yeah. we're all expecting it. So we're all prepared, and so we're getting our theories going. We're all trying to figure out what the crazy thing's going to be, mm-hmm. and then you have to build. You have to live up to that that yeah. anticipation, that hype. So they're they're saying he wants. He's like maybe it's issue three, maybe it's issue ten. Like they're not. They want us to be surprised, and I think that's really really cool. Yeah. What did you think of the issue though? I loved it. Wasn't it really cool? I fucking loved it. I I loved the the action, the choreography, the way that the story is. First of all, this is the freshest. Robert Kirkman thing I've I've read yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Like like the 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 wittiest, smartest storytelling that I've seen Kirkman. It does do. feel very like modern in a way. Like the way he's yeah. telling this story is just really cool. Like you said it while you're reading. You're like, this is like Edgar Wright. Yeah. Like that's really cool. It felt exactly like Edgar Wright. Or like you know what it kinda okay, because you know for a fact that when Edgar Wright was working on Ant Man, mm-hmm. He did that very first, like everyone loved. Um, oh, his fight choreography. No, no, the, not uh, the fight choreography, but the the flashback where it was the one guy I forget his name, um, one of his friends oh, that yeah, talks yeah, really yeah. fast, telling the story Reese. and going back. Yeah, yeah. And that everyone loved that in Ant Man too. That was like that's an Edgar Wright thing yeah. to do that because yeah. he also did it in um, Shaun of the Dead. You're right. That was the highlight of this issue. Yeah. The, the, the midpoint when she's basically the, the senator or whatever. Yeah. She's going through... All the scenarios. All the scenarios. She's like, we could do this, but then this would happen. But it goes but if through, we do yep. this, and then it, it just keeps going yep. and going. And, you're like, and then Jesus. it ends with a high five. Like, yeah. And like, it's like, how did I follow this? Like, it was written so well yeah. that, like, I completely understood. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. And then she gets to the point where it's like, I solved all of these without killing a single person, and everybody is happy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and and the way it connected back to the very first page of the guy getting the ticket for the winning... Uh, the winning horse. The, the winning horse. Yep. And just then that leads to the, the bike uh, crash and the guy getting his nose cut off. like Which was crazy. All that was awesome. And um, the whole reveal at the end. Um, again, we're kind, of spo- we're kind of spoiling this. Sorry. Uh, but you should definitely Oh, yeah. Shit. Spoilers. It, uh, it, kind of, it kind of feels like it could be as cool like with the lore as John Wick. Oh yeah, it's yeah. kind of showing like the the grimy underbelly of like the government. Because mm-hmm. um, we didn't obviously we had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. Even when they announced it, die die die, it's just like bloody people on the cover. Yeah, you know, no idea. Um, I like where where it's at though. I'm not sure 
again, this is kind of like Oblivion Song, where it was like, all right, so how how far can you take this? And where is it going to go 10 issues from now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, where what is I it going to look like? You could say that about anything. You could oh, especially no, say it with Invincible. Well, no. I mean, yeah. Invincible, I mean, yeah, I guess after the first couple issues. But you know it's a superhero comic. You yeah. know there can be villains. You know there can be crazy shenanigans happening. Mm-hmm. This is just, I mean, it's a government espionage type spy stuff, which is cool. You can always do more. Well, but... It's a group of assassins, though. So. Yeah. 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 So I like the idea of them um, being in the background, doing things, you know, secretly, like mm-hmm. covering up the, all this stuff. I, I I loved it. I was I was really impressed with it. I look yeah. forward to the next. Really one. great job. I definitely I I. It's it's nice to have some new things to read. Mm-hmm. You know, as yeah. opposed to just Invincible. Yeah. So. There's a lot of stuff uh, to read right now. So, uh, they also said that since that one has been. Uh, I want to say Fairburn said he was working on it two years ago or something like that. Wow. So they said that for the foreseeable future, they will be on time uh, every month. Cool. So Something weird about Die, Die, Die is that you cannot buy it on the Image app. And you can Digitally. buy other stuff. You yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can. That's where I buy all my comics is on the Image app. But I couldn't, I couldn't even find Die, Die, Die on there. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Um, speaking of buying things... Uh, yesterday there was an Amazon Prime, not, yeah, an Amazon Lightning deal for, uh, the com- third compendium, which is normally like 60 bucks. It was like 30 something bucks. Wow. Half off? crazy. Yeah. It was a really good deal on that. So it, it went super fast, but hopefully somebody, some people got that. Um, it went super fast, like the sale went super fast? Yeah, or the it stock? A, no, it was a Lightning deal. So it was like, I think, I don't, I, I, I looked shortly after it had, um, went live and it was already at like 30% sold through. Wow. So and those only go up for like an hour or something. So I'm not sure um, whether the stock went first or if the time ran out. But that was really cool, um, and it just made me think like, Amazon, Invincible, like mm-hmm. that. It makes sense. It does make it does make sense. I was just gonna ask why would they choose Invincible yeah. like a compendium? But that's cool that it's yeah it's the first selling compendium. So get it out there. Like, yeah. get get it out there. Start spreading the word. The first or the third? It was the first one. Oh, third cool. one's not out yet. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But duh. the third compendium. It has a hardcover edition, like just like the first and second, and um, that is going to be released at San Diego Comic Con this year. Looks cool. It's the ones that are all white, and they yeah. have this small rectangle in the middle of him. Those would be a cool collection to have, just like a like pristine looking hardcover collection. You're, so you know, editions. you're just you're like you're like invincible. I won't get the I won't get the trades. How I am with Skyrim. Yeah, how you gotta buy it on everything. Yeah, buy a PS3, buy the PS4 remaster, yeah. buy it on. I don't have any of the Switch. trades though. There's too many. Yeah, is it, like twenty-five. Way too many. That's a lot. Especially if you have the hardcovers and the compendiums, there's yeah. no reason. Mm-hmm. But I get it. If you weren't reading the single issues, or mm-hmm. you lived in an area where you couldn't get the single issues, yeah. you want them more than once a year or mm-hmm. more, so you get the trades. Yeah. Um, also at San Diego Comic Con, the um, the Skybound panels were announced, and. Uh, I just wanted to go over these with you real quick, Bill, because this is going to be between now and our next episode will be San Diego Comic-Con. So unless uh, we said we're going to be doing gore and blood and guts for our next episode in two weeks, unless something gets announced at San Diego Comic-Con that is worth talking about, um, we'll see. And it would have to be a big thing. It would have to be a big thing. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, even if they release like what I think they're going to do, release a teaser for the animated show. I don't see it happening. I do. Uh, Thursday, uh, there's a In Conversation with Robert Kirkman panel uh, where he's going to be talking about Walking Dead, Oblivion Song, his work across comics, TV, and film, including his newest series, Oblivion Song. Um, that would be cool. I wonder if we're going to get some sweet Oblivion Song stuff mm-hmm. out of that. 
and obviously we, we hope for invincible things but i'm sure he'll also be talking about die 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 a lot yeah. uh fridays fear the walking dead walking dead then there's one on friday called uh, skybound entertainment what's next it's robert kirkman uh and david albert uh talking with uh the skybound north uh partner katherine winder who did Star the Wars, Clone Wars. Who did the Clone Wars. And who's also working on... The Invincible Animated yep. Series, from yeah. what I remember her name. Um, and Skybound North, I remember like over a year ago, we talked about on this podcast, mm-hmm. that they were going to be and doing anime. animated yeah. stuff. It's all coming together. and um, But they're going to be discussing what's next for the company behind building one of the most successful media franchises in pop culture history, The Walking Dead. They will also be joined by Skybound Games, Ian Ho, who, dis- who will discuss what's to come for Skybound's first game studio. Um, so yeah, so maybe some stuff coming out of that, but that's a pretty cool one. Oops, sorry. Uh, and then Saturday, it's going to be, uh, Skybound doing a, uh, comics and creators chat with people like, um, Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, Donnie Cates, John Mackowitz, uh, and then some signings on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah, but we'll see. There's potential for some cool, uh, Mm -hmm. Skybound news to come out of that. And uh, we'll be sure to cover it on Twitter, and we'll go over it again uh, in two weeks on the next Invincible podcast. Truth. I had a quick question for you before we jump into Tech Jacket, Bill. Okay. We didn't talk about this um, last episode when we were talking about the animated series, mm-hmm. and this kind of ties into us, what we were just talking about. Uh, we never talked about how we think it'll be released, or how you would want it to be released. Do you want it to be released... Like Netflix, where it's just, no. boom, all at once? No. Or do you want it to be week to week or what? First, I don't think they would do that because it's they're hour-long episodes. Yeah. Which is kind of a big deal for an animated show. Mm-hmm. Like, usually it'd be a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we did talk about this a little bit, didn't we? Because we were trying to figure out if Amazon shows... You said you guys talked about this off-air. Okay, maybe we did, yeah. But we were trying to figure out if Amazon's current shows release like Hulu's, mm-hmm. where it's like they release the first three or two... And then it's every single week, you know, at yeah, yeah. whatever time they'll release it. I would like it to be like that. So I don't like, want it to drop it's eight all episodes, once. and it'll be like, hey, here's the first two. Yeah. And then it'll be weekly after that. Yeah, like here's the first two. It's kind of like it's supposed to be like an hour long, or mm-hmm. in this case, a two hour long movie. Mm-hmm. And then you have the series afterwards. Yeah, I think both for selfish and non selfish reasons, I would want it to be weekly as well. Just because, like, obviously we want it for talking about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think for those eight weeks, we're going to have to be recording weekly. I mean, you can watch it. That's and, the thing. Like, you can watch like, it. It'll be so cool to, like, build the hype. Like, what if the first episode is crazy and then everybody's talking about it? They can't wait for the next one. Right. And then they can't wait for the next one. Everybody talks about each issue as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what's going to happen is everybody binges it the first weekend and everybody's super excited about it. And then next, the following week, you know, Stranger Things season strike. five comes out and yeah. then all of a sudden everybody's talking about that instead. Yeah. I and, like spread it out. And you have the problem of like, because like Stranger Things, I didn't even watch season two oh, until really? way after it came out. Oh, I just okay. didn't have time. You know yeah. what I mean? So you get everybody watching it and then mm-hmm. talking about it. And then the people that like don't have the time to binge watch mm-hmm. fucking eight hours of TV and yeah. in a 24 hour period, this kind of forces a conversation to like, you know, everyone to kind of catch up mm-hmm. once a week. You have one week to watch one hour of Invincible to then talk about it and stuff. Yeah, and if you're not watching it, you're going to be hearing about it for yeah. eight weeks, so you better catch up. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Right. I'd, I'd, I'd like for it to be that, too. Cool. All right, Tech Jacket. Uh, I think we should uh, get a little spoiler-free, just, you know, impressions, just mm-hmm. in case somebody's listening that hasn't read it, um, and then we're going to get into spoilers, obviously. 
So I, everyone knows how I feel yeah. about about Tech Jacket. Yeah, you've, like I've you've, talked you've, about it way before. What now that you've read this compared to the first half? Oh, so what did you think of the second half? So the and first what half, did you think of Volume overall? One was the old series that was originally released. It was the introduction to um, yep. Tech Jacket. Then Volume Two, which was, was awesome, which was great. Yeah. Volume Two, half of it was a backup series that was printed in Invincible kind of wrapping up the story of volume one, mm-hmm. as well as including the Tech Jacket digital series, which was kind of an introduction to this creative team that went on to do Tech Jackets volume three and four. Um, so those were kind of scattered over across many years. And but still, still very, very good, like very cool and controlled. Co- cohesive. Yes. Yeah, loved it. Loved volumes one and two. Um, loved volumes three and four. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, it was. I and it was funny because while I'm reading this, I'm thinking to myself, man, they just announced an animated Invincible series. Couldn't you fucking? I want a fucking oh in tech God. jacket animated series. Like more than more than anything else in Invincible right now, I want tech jacket animated. Like, dude, that's I, how. If if before I read this, I would have been like Wolfman, easy. That's remember how TJ's always like Wolfman. I'm like, what the fuck about Tech Jacket? Dude, like, oh my I god, know. I, I I know. still don't know if I want to get into the conversation of what's better between those two because they're both great for their own reasons. But if if I can only have one spinoff as an animated series right now, God, Tech Jacket would be so cool. It's perfect for that. I think it's, that and 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 if they can capture the style that you know, uh, Kari puts into it, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of like anime Power Ranger type, they like action and everything. God, it would be so cool. Yeah. So cool. Plus, it's just such a cool, like, concept. It's it's not on Earth. It's not mm-hmm. superhero. It's completely different. You know? Yeah. It's 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 especially when you get to, like, this volume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It gets it gets um, crazy. This, this shit right here had... I'm talking about these last two volumes mm-hmm. or this arc had the most gut-wrenching thing in it that I hate to read. Every single time I read it, mm-hmm. and I've read it three times... Yeah, I hate it. Really? I can't. I cannot excited, fucking I'm stand to it. Hear, you know what hear. it is. You have to know what it is. I think I know what it is. Because it had to have hit you as hard as it hit. It probably did. Because it's just it's so it's yeah. so not what's supposed to happen in like love stories. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh there was it was one of two things and yeah you're right there's that yeah um the other thing is crazy but I uh I loved it I strongly recommend it to anybody uh you don't really need volumes one and two first but just read it i mean it's it's important it, it makes it better i disagree well you got to think these were put on the shelf like years after the first ones came out as an issue one people were definitely jumping onto this series All right. before reading volumes i am one going and two. to now i'm going to talk just a little bit about spoilers so well, let's, let's, spoiler let's thing in, is let, over let's get into spoilers well, everybody go and read it it's uh it's definitely worth reading right. And you have to read one and two and three. Like, don't rob well, yourself yeah, of that. It's really obviously, good. Obviously, read one and two. Listen to our podcast where we talk about one and two, and yeah. then read these because they were right. awesome. I was super impressed with it, and I, uh, I already missed it. I found myself thinking about it when I wasn't reading it, mm-hmm. and I found myself wanting to keep reading. I never got to a point where I'm like, how much is how much longer is left in mm-hmm. this? I've, it was the opposite. I was like, shit. There's only one more issue in this volume. That's when you said you couldn't decide which you yeah. you don't want to get in the argument of Wolfman or Tech Jacket. It's yeah. Tech Jacket all day long. I hate to say that because I love I oh, that should say how much I Tech Jacket like how awesome. Tech oh yeah, Jacket because is. you love Wolfman. Like I 
like when we did the Wolfman podcast, like I was like, okay, I gotta read Wolfman again. Yeah. Like I have to. Yeah. This was okay. We're gonna do volume one and See, two, like, and I said, fuck it, and I just read all of it again. Yeah. Like I just, I you can't stop. Yeah. You can't stop reading it. It's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Loved it. All right, we're going into spoilers right now. Um, Bill, what were you about to say? So I was, I was gonna say, you said you can't, you don't really have to read volume one and two to enjoy three and four. Like it's a starting on point. Mm-hmm. I disagree because. The end of volume two ends with Zach and why can't I even remember his Galdarian? Oh, Lynn. Uh, Lynn yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out they can't have sex. Well, not, well, not only that, but there's Noel. I mean, there's huge stuff. Right, that, dude. Like, Noel. That you remember, need to read. Do you remember what yes. I was like? Did you like Noel? Oh, because he's coming back, dude. You and didn't that, say that. But because, I, I hinted to it because oh, I, I didn't want to ruin it. Well, because it. at the end of the last uh, Tech Jacket podcast, we were saying, all right, so what do we want to see in three and four? And you obviously couldn't say anything, but right. TJ and I were like, more relationship stuff, yeah. and it'd be cool to see Noel, even though he's on the he's sun. He's on the sun. How we are we going to see it? Yeah. Dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I we we do this thing on this podcast where we kind of cover things in uh, chronological order. might not necessarily be release order, but since we're following Tech Jacket's story, um, we in, in Tech Jacket Part 1, we talked all about um, not only Volumes 1 and 2, but the early appearances of Tech Jacket oh, yeah. in the pages of Invincible. So I want to talk a little bit about what happened after Volume 2 and before Volume 3. Because Volume 2 ended with uh, the Invincible War and um, Zack actually fought some uh, Invincible clones, two two of them. And uh, and then, you know, fought Null. And it kind of ended with him like, all right, off to save another day. You know what I mean? It Mm -hmm. just was kind of like... They rebuilt the base because it was destroyed after Null. Yep, and that was just where it ended. Yeah. But that's not where... Zach's story ended in Invincible because um, uh, the that issue was kind of the lead up to uh, I mean even though that those Tech Jacket digital digitals came out long after issue sixty and the Invincible War mm-hmm. chronologically what happened after that was he went on to help in the Viltrumite War so issues seventy one to seventy eight. He is in every single one of those issues. Yep. And he was a big part of the Invincible and War. And who is he, like, really, sorry, really good sorry, friends with? Sorry, the Viltrumite War. Alan? Yeah. So He's, like, best got, friends with Alan. I've got some quick notes of things that happened to him. And these were just fun, and they're quick. So, issue 71, it's when Alan and Nolan show up to Tech Jacket's house and recruit him on behalf of the Geldarians, because they say, go find this guy. Mm-hmm. He'll be able to help you. Uh, they show up at the space station, and um, uh, there was a scene where uh tech jacket. Is his dad there yeah his dad's okay, there yep. and he's like freaking out he's like there's something there's something on yeah. the ship and he's like did you look outside and it was just alan like hey this was the first time they had ever met we had there was a point in which i mean because think about it in all the stuff we've read tech jacket has never come across any yeah. invincible characters really. other than the invincible from clones. the alternate yep yeah or not clones but alternates yeah um, there was a point in which nolan went in the house to talk to debbie and alan and tech jacket are standing outside and um they just have a fun little banter back and forth, um, and they go into space and conquest attacks. In issue seventy-two, um, Tech Jacket is struggling to fight because nobody's taught him anything. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, "So do these guys have like a weak spot or something? Because uh, nothing I'm doing is working. Hello, mm-hmm. can I get some help?" And meanwhile, he's kind of like the comic relief. Meanwhile, we're like, "Holy shit! It's conquest and Mark fighting again, and it's this big intense battle." 
So we don't really think about what's happening to Tech Jacket. Yeah. But now that we're focusing on him, he's like, he's completely out of yeah, his helmet. Yeah. At one point, he gets his face uh, smashed in. Like the mask the helmet, is yeah. destroyed and uh, it's rebuilding and he can't see anything because the, the, the suit's constantly rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, he's just kind of a background character. Uh, in uh, issue 73, Tech Jacket and Alan, Alan um, hide on the Viltrumite ship, kind of like the Millennium Falcon in Star Wars, you know, where they kind of mm-hmm. like hide underneath it. And he even says, I saw this in a movie once. And this is when we keep getting flashes to them and Mark healing on that planet. Uh, and he's slowly growing a beard. That's my favorite part. Dude. I, I, I was, I was going to say, if you didn't say, I'm like, isn't there something with, with Tech Zach Jacket? and he's his like, beard? Hey, look at this. He's like, yeah, look at, look at Because they're pressed up against the Viltrumite ship. Uh, with his suit. So he's not in the suit. It's the longest he's ever been out of the suit. Yeah. So he's actually starting to grow some facial hair and like because normally it cleans him and everything like that. Well, I think it's more of him being a teenager and him him being able to grow a beard. Well, he even says. He says he oh, said, yeah, okay, he yeah. said normally it shaves me and everything like that like it keeps him clean. Mm-hmm. So he never really had it. Uh, and he was excited because he is young. He was excited to finally get a beard, well, starting. Um uh Space Racer shows up to save them. Uh, and then there's a, a bunch with Thaddeus sending them to planets to fight, uh, searching for things to um, fight back against the Viltrumites. Uh, there's a funny scene with him, like with Thaddeus, like, I need you to do this and this and this and this and this. And Tech Jacket's like, uh, so I'm growing a beard. Like, he's just like, he's mm. so out of his element. Like, he's, he, uh, and there's, uh, we see them trying to catch the Ragnars. Um, and over time there, it keeps flashing to Mark healing and Zach's beard getting bigger and bigger. Uh, issue 74, uh, Alan walks in on tech jacket having sex with a blue alien. Yes. And, uh, Alan says, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I thought you were with that Galdarian princess girl. Mm -hmm. And Zach says, uh, we didn't have compatible parts. So, uh, we decided that we could see other people and like, I don't remember that really. Like that kind of, I kind of blocked mm-hmm. that out because I didn't, when we Understand, read, yeah. yeah, when we read Tech Jacket Volume 2, I didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when that was, uh, that was Tech Jacket Digital, I think. That was, that happened in digital. Yeah. 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 So, um, so it was cool seeing that. And um, because I had known that he was, uh, you know, seeing other girl or other creatures. Mm-hmm. So um, what next? Uh they they end up going back to Telescria, helping them uh, fight the Viltrumites in 75. He's part of the big fight near Viltrum where they fly through Viltrum and blow it up. He's not one of them, though. But he in, in that, he mentions that he has toxin-based projectiles used that, that will hurt Viltrumites a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's something that he was used to, uh, to fight them. Uh, he was knocked out by the planet blowing up. Space Racer and Alan um, take him back to Telescria in issue 76. And then uh, 77, on their way back to Earth, Tech Jacket um, gives this grand speech to Mark and Nolan saying, hey, uh, I know um, I know, you know, this is a big deal for you guys, but Earth is my home too. I know the Viltrumites might be there. I just want to let you know that I'm here for you guys if you need anything. Um, I can help out as much as I can. And Mark and Nolan just ignore him because they're so like, entranced in their own thing mm-hmm. and he's like all right fine jerks and he like walks away uh and then finally in issue 78 he goes home uh we actually see those neighbors that we saw in uh volume two with the baby they yep. were sitting outside the house and they say oh yeah your dad's up in the space station 
Zach goes up to his dad in the space station, sees him, and they both have beards. And they're like, you grew a beard! <laughs> and that's the last time we see um, Zach for a while. We see him briefly in issue 82 when Cecil is telling Rex about all the different superhero teams. And uh, we see him uh, in 91 when uh, Oliver and Alan wanted to go hang out with Tech Jacket. And when they go to find him, they end up, uh, for some reason, fighting this big purple mm-hmm. and yellow alien in the snow. And Adam Eve shows up saying that she's looking for um, Mark. And, you know, they they go to help, but Tech Jacket doesn't go with them. It was funny because during that fight scene, Alan says, um, uh, do you, you know, because he said, do, do you think your dad is still going to want to watch, a, uh, what was it, Man with a Thousand Fists? or what? I forgot what the movie was. Uh, and he's like, I've never seen an Earth movie before. And Zach's like, No, man, my dad's always down to watch movies. Like, it's it's cool. And it was just a fun little scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then before Volume Three, the last time we see him before chronologically Tech Jacket Volume Three happens, is uh, during the Monax uh, invasion. Uh, Robot tries to call in Tech Jacket to help, and Tech Jacket is floating in space, looking at this sexy-looking blue alien, and he's like, so hot. And that was that's the last time we saw him. Now, did all of this take place between Volume 2 and 3, or after Volume 4? All do you that think? took place between after Volume 2, before Volume 3 happened. Okay. Because you know where Volume 4 ends. Like, it ends and Robot has taken over. Like oh, he's in control yeah, of the oh world. yeah, yeah. So, all of those things happen before Robot takes over. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, they would have to happen in that order. Right. So, that's where we know Zach's at. Now, we've got Tech Jacket Issue 1, because this was a brand new Issue 1. They got the same um, creative team that did Tech, tech Jacket Digital. That's um, Joe Keatinge, uh, who's writing. Uh, Kari Randolph, who's the artist, along with um, Emilio Lopez and uh, Dave McCaig. Who the Dave art Ma- is Dave, so Dave McCaig did uh, chapters, or issues 1 through 3. Uh, and reading the back you know, with the sketch uh, sections and everything like that. Emilio Lopez is, like, just as much of a, uh, a contributing factor as uh, Kari. Like, they work so well together. Apparently, they do a lot of things mm-hmm. um, together. And uh, it was cool reading about all their, you know, their time creating this. And, of course, we got it um, lettered by Russ Wooten with uh, Sean Mackowitz editing. Uh, so, Yeah. Now we begin. Now we begin, dude. And we don't have to go super, 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 super in-depth. No, I think we can just hit like the... Yeah. yeah. So issue one, right away, a flashback. I loved, I loved the outline for Mm -hmm. volume three. And it goes, it kind of carries over into volume four. But I'm going to say it right now. Volume three, it's six issues. Every issue starts with a flashback from a different point of view. Loved that. Issue one started with a flashback of Zach asking his dad are we alone you know what i mean like which is so poignant to this whole you know series mm-hmm. and that's when we find out that he wants a telescope you know which becomes a, a, a reoccurring is issue two the his dad's perspective Issue two is his dad's perspective. okay so issue one he he wants the telescope uh issue one is also when we get introduced to nicholas crow and stanley stanley this guy who wants to he built a bunch of robot robots and calls the uh the tech jacket core mm-hmm. and he's after he's after the tech, tech jacket. jacket yeah yeah and he wants now does he does he want 
tech jacket to lead the army or does he want the tech jacket? Well, he wants it off of him. He wants the tech jacket so he can lead the army. He wants army. it for himself. Right. Yeah. And um, at one point, uh, a message comes through to the space station and it's Lynn. And uh, the it's this distress call where um, she's like warning Zach that something's coming to Earth and she gets pulled away and like the, the like this it's essentially like the place blows up and she's presumed dead it's galdaria yeah it's the planet gone yeah. yeah well we assume that it's gone it because is gone. we don't see from that video footage do we know that it's destroyed she yeah. talks about it there's like no survivors she talks about it being, yeah. yeah and uh that's why when when z shows up she's like oh my god you're alive oh yeah yeah yep um so galdaria is gone the planet's gone. And I want to say at some point in Invincible, I couldn't find it. At some point in Invincible, they mentioned the fact that Galdaria, excuse me, that Galdaria has gone. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I was kind of waiting for that to happen in these series, in, in, in this. Um, but they didn't make a huge deal out of it. It wasn't like the end of Volume mm-hmm. 4, Galdaria is destroyed. Like, no, it's just like, yeah, it's gone and this thing is coming for you. Yeah. So that didn't really ruin anything for me. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah. So now, when you were reading this, were you at all confused as to what the villain was? Kind of. So the ship shows up. I know that there's this overarching the Colossus. Yeah, the, the Colossus. Yeah. This um, this ship shows up, and we're like, okay, so this thing is bad. It just destroyed Galdaria. Lynn is warning them, and mm-hmm. then there's also the storyline of Crow wanting the tech jacket. So I'm like, okay, so these are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Which is cool because neither of them are bad guys. <laughs> right, exactly. In the, in the end, neither of the bad guys are the bad guys. Yeah, not at all. And and like the. I mean, they are to a degree, but uh, you know, in the end, both ended up, you know, not being so bad. Um. So why did the Colossus destroy destroy Galdaria then? Do you remember? Ah. Uh, was the. Uh, it was infected. Was the. It, it was had infected? a cancer. Well, no, I know that the Colossus did. Yeah. The That's Colossus what destroyed Galdaria. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it going after a tech jacket? Because he had an, like an old version tech jacket on him. Who? The Cancer. I forgot his name. Oh, um, yeah, he did. Yeah, Echelos. Yeah. Achilles. Um He was cool. But yeah, we'll get to that. Like in the, at the, the first issue ends with Zach going up to this alien ship that has arrived on Earth, which I feel like I've seen this ship in something. I looked at Brit and I didn't see it in Brit. But it just looked it look really familiar? familiar with like the purple yeah. and like the 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 front of it yeah. with like the big eye or something. I feel like, like I eye. saw it in Invincible or in something. Yeah. If if I haven't found it and you're listening to this and you know where it is, let me know. But that was bugging me. I was trying to find out where I saw it, and I wasn't sure if it was like an alternate universe or an alternate uh, storyline or something, or a tie-in comic where that appeared. And I could have sworn it would have been in Brit, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, because we see a lot of tie-ins in yeah. Brit Volume Three. Uh, but yeah, Zach goes up to that ship and gets sucked into the well, ship. Well, he, he gets teleported to it. He has his dad teleport him, which is like, wait, where, where is it? Like near it's, Mercury or yeah, something like that? out of range. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's too super far. far away. And he's like, Zach's very, um, what's the word? Confident? Yeah. He's overconfident? Kinda, yeah, he's overconfident. That's a yeah. good way to put it. And he is throughout this entire thing. He is young. He acts his age a lot. I think that he... Had a, he had every right to be overconfident with the last two volumes because there wasn't really other than um, Null, yeah. which was his first eye-opening experience of like, holy fuck, this tech jacket is not going to just protect me mm-hmm. from everything. Because I mean, when he was when they were fighting the, but even like, well, Null is fucking him up. 
he's still like talking shit to him. Well, he thought he was going to die. Yeah, true. I mean, he was. But throughout was, both these volumes, he's always, he's always like cool-headed. Anytime yeah. he's like things get bad, he's always like, you know what? Fuck you it, know, I lived yeah. a good life. Yeah, I grew a beard. Yeah, but that's kind of, I mean, he he's like a he's like a eighteen-year-old. He thinks he's in, invincible. You know what I mean? No pun intended. He right. He he's not scared. You know. Um, so, so issue one ends with him getting sucked into the ship, mm-hmm. which is alive. Mm-hmm. Like it, like kind of absorbs into the hull, and then um, it ends with him being squeezed through like what looks like an esophagus, saying it's alive, and that's how issue one ends. Mm-hmm. Issue two starts so funny. Let me see here. Are we moving on? Was there anything yeah. else in issue one? No, we're good. Let's do issue two. Where, let me see here. So it starts with um, the flashback of his dad. Yes, which now this is his dad's flashback, which is uh, his dad giving Zach a birthday present, and it's a spaceship, but Zach's a little disappointed because he wanted a telescope, but they can't afford a telescope. And so it just kind of cuts to his dad worrying about him because he's always wanted the best for him. He's just, he his dad loves him so much. I mean, that's, I mean, that's very, you know, clear in the series mm-hmm. so then you get you go back to tech jacket and mm-hmm. it's him being squeezed through this thing still and he keeps asking the suit for like <laughs> for help mm-hmm. and but he's so far out of range and like i don't know what it is it's like the power is drained from it because it's so far away um but it's just not helping him out at all mm-hmm. like it's like can you at least like tell me what's around me negative yeah like he's like thanks i appreciate it mm-hmm he goes through, um, it kind of like spits him out. And this is when it's like, you see that there's like a whole city. Well, oh, wait, no, no, okay, that's not the funniest part. So he falls through and he lands on the ground and he starts to like sizzle. Like, tss, and then it's this <laughs> this panel right there of his oh. hands. And it's like, am I being digested? <laughs> You're right. Oh, gosh, so funny. But yeah, so he's walking through. That's it, through. isn't it? I just got eaten. Yeah. <laughs> Death by snacking. <laughs> yeah. Of all the dumb ways to kick the bucket. So then he walks and he and he, saw, and he sees a gigantic city. That's crazy. Which it, what did it remind you of? Like Halo. It's kind of no. It might even be more of Mass Effect. Oh yeah, the um the Citadel. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of the Citadel kind of. But that was pretty cool. I liked seeing that. Um, we find out that Crow wants the tech jacket. Um, and yeah, like more with Stanley and like he's kind of like Stanley's this robotic butler. Basically, mm-hmm. all we know about him is he's kind of his butler. Um, uh, well, tech jacket, well, tech jacket is walking through the city area inside this ship. Uh, random aliens start coming up to him and they start attacking him. And one of them starts fighting him. And then uh, this thing, uh, well, it, well, the one shocks him, and like, what did he? Um... Oh, this is the thing that's in that guy's office. Oh yeah, you talked about that last. Yeah, episode. this is the creature. Cool. Yep. I was I thought I wasn't sure which one it was. I thought it was either mm-hmm. that or the guy in the first issue. Nope, it's this guy. Um this one shocks him, but you know, he fights back. But the crazy thing about it is it it punches a hole through his chest. Yeah. In the second issue. In the second issue, he's get he gets a hole punched through his chest. Um and uh he keeps So so it shocks him and when it so it, it it takes his tentacle and wraps it around his head and electrocutes him. And mm-hmm. then the suit says, you know, it died everything at a hundred percent, like weapons at a hundred percent translation at a hundred percent. It's kind of like 100%. Thor shocking uh, right. Iron Man. Um, so then 
so then Tech Jacket and all of his cockiness and overconfidence he says he says you want to go dick bags let's go and then the next page is him getting punched through the chest yeah. by this thing Vulture mm-hmm. might punched yeah yeah with his tongue uh so he's like he's like sitting there like his eyes are all bloodshot and gross and then like who we assume to be this main villain controlling all these other little aliens shows up and he's wearing somewhat of a tech jacket and he said, um, he basically said that he, he killed all the Gildarians. And that is how issue two ends. Um, so you think, but so at the, so to recap what I thought the first mm-hmm. time I read it and what I'm assuming you thought is you think that this ship is controlled by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This and that's, the, this and that's the guy it. That, this is his ship and he's yeah. bad. He's the bad guy. Yeah. He's the bad guy. He's the leader of this ship. Right. Uh, God, the way this this series like what is it um the misdirection in this series was so good yeah so the whole good. time uh so issue three starts with a flashback this time it's the mom's perspective uh she goes and sits next to uh little zach who's sitting there holding his toy rocket ship that he got for his birthday and he's super upset because um he found out that the the sun is gonna explode one day the sun is going to blow up mm-hmm. and she has to tell him like it's okay you don't have to worry about it you know that's not going to be for millions of years but he's like but no matter what i do it's still going to blow up and it, it, it's all going to go away anyways and she just says like well then what you have to do is you have to think about what you do at the time you have it's like all these flashbacks were so poignant like so good mm-hmm. i loved them they were they, I, I couldn't wait to read the next issue because i wanted to see what another the next flashback. flashback was going to be mm-hmm. But meanwhile, all this time, Zach and his uh, uh, Zach's uh, parents are have no idea where Zach is because he went to this ship, and uh, they haven't heard from him in a while. So, this is when Zach continues to fight this guy, um, who we end up learning later. Uh, his name is I just had it here. Uh, Acryl. Acryl. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'll find it as we go. Um. But yeah, so it's him fighting him again, being super. How is Zach still Achilles, like moving Achilles. around with a hole all the way through him? Yeah. So I think it was was it Mitch that wrote to us on Twitter. I'm gonna look, but uh, he wrote to us and said that he. Uh, hold on, I'll find it. I got it right here. Um. Let's see. He said. Remember, you can write to us on Twitter. You can write to us or you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. But Mitch Crescent said to us on Twitter, he said he just finished volume, uh, Tech Jacket Volume 3 and 4 and he really loved them. They had a real invincible feel to me. I must have missed some point in the healing properties of the Tech Jacket because every brutal injury he got, I always thought it was over, lol. Uh, this is just the first of two huge um, injuries that Tech Jacket receives, one in this volume and one in the next. Um, well, he got fucked up by Null last time. Yeah, in that one, too. Yeah. And yeah, I think the tech jacket does kind of heal him, right? I mean, it does... It has a life a support system, yeah. so you would assume that it does whatever it can to, to um, protect the host. One thing is, I was... I, I have to agree, though. While I'm watching this fight, I'm like, man, like, how is he still fighting? Yeah. Like, it was... That was pretty brutal. I thought... I thought... When I first read it, for some reason, I thought that the thing that actually killed him somehow did it in a way... or Or 
put the thing through his chest was still kind of keeping him alive because he was still kind of oh, wrapped really? up in those tentacles like mm. in the in the in the last one i assumed the suit was just kind of keeping them together and i will say during this fight there are several panels where the hole is gone so i'm not gonna it's say right that... there oh it is right there yeah i could have sworn there was panels where i didn't see the hole though and right here so i oh yeah so i kind of tell myself that that's not an art thing i think that maybe the tech jacket just covered it up yeah because then then it comes back no it doesn't come back yeah it does um oh you're right yeah oh no but again that's one of those things that i don't know i tell myself that it's not an art thing that maybe it was just uh maybe the tech jacket closed up over the wound to help you know, keep them alive, and then open back up again, and then open back up again to um, let it air out. Because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to put a bandaid on a scab. Like no, you want to no, let no. it dry out. So, uh, yeah, I think he fought a little too long. I'm okay with because after this, he gets taken by the ship, and I think that's what heals him, um, or at least one of the things that heals him between that and his suit. Um, but yeah, I think that was a little much. Like it was, it, it felt, it felt a little jarring to me. I mm-hmm. like, I, I like the gore. I like the fact that it's brutal and it was shocking. Um, but I was like, okay, so he's still fighting. I don't know. But regardless, we uh, Zach is playing with this guy. Mm-hmm. And he discovers that he is uh, actually a cancer that uh, uh, is he's infecting this entire ship and using all the creatures on this ship uh, to his will. Um, there's a point that uh, flashes back to Earth. We actually get uh, President Obama who is uh, set to have a meeting with Nicholas Crow, but instead Stanley shows up for the meeting. Like he often does. Mm-hmm. Stanley is the front of the business a lot of the times, and the mm-hmm. brains, and mm-hmm. we, we find out a little bit more about yeah. him. So, But then, the, what's his name? Acri- a, a, a... Uh, Achilles. Achilles? Yep. So he's, he's going around absorbing, like other creatures Mm -hmm. and utilizing them for his power yeah and and um i like uh i like that when uh when tech jacket kills him he pulls him out and he's just like this raisin like he's just this like stupid little thing and it's just like he just punts him away and it turned out that this was just some cancer and the ship and, and like i like how zach's like you're welcome by the way whatever the hell you are like like Zach deduces that this thing was, you know, harming the ship. And so in response, a tendril from the ship comes down and sucks Zach up. Very, It looks very uh, Matrix, mm-hmm. you know, has that kind of style to it. And it like starts fusing with the, the suit and shocking Tech Jacket. And we don't know what the hell is going on. Well, everything's at a thousand percent. Like, you know, everything's at a thousand percent. And then... um reformatting drive it's mm-hmm. saying and then installing new operating system and tech check it's like what are you talking about what are you talking about and then it says um seat uh suit reboot in three two one because it was updating and then he gets like it, it looks like it's it's infecting the suit yeah like you can see new tendrils coming around and stuff like that mm-hmm. and the suit looks almost like it's breaking apart too mm-hmm. like it's 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 pretty cool uh, and then the issue ends with Nicholas Crow showing up uh, to the space station to talk to uh, Zach's parents. About what? We don't know yet. Yes, you do. Does he say right there? Yeah. 
He says, I'm here to save your son. I mean, oh, yeah. He says, I'm here to save your son. Yeah, we don't know he, how has a, he has a proposition he does. for them. So issue four, the flashback that kicks off, kicks off issue four is uh, a f- uh, flashback from the Colossal's point of view. And it's all about the origin of the Colossal, what he is. And we get introduced to his text, essentially, his font. Because anytime we see this cool-looking font, uh, it's his voice. It's him talking. How awesome was it seeing, like, ancient tech jackets? Like these, yeah, these them, suit like, of armor ones. Yep. They look like like medieval mm-hmm. knights. Oh, I love that. Those are some of my favorite tech jacket designs. So what is the Colossus then? He's telling you the entire history. So, yeah, run me, like, tell me if I'm right. There, as, 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 as when the universe was created man evolved to the point where it was destructive and mm-hmm. it was becoming too destructive and too powerful. So uh, they built a weapon to keep humanity or to, to keep life in the universe no. in check. No, because there was a virus right. that would was, wipe out. was wiping them out because they were so... So there's this thing that is, it's, it's, it's not a virus, it's the universe's immune system. That's right. Yes, and, and because it, man it will come become... out and wipe out anything that will create an issue in the entire universe. Mm-hmm. So, and you and you see these things a little bit later. But the Colossus it's were like created... dealing with overpopulation in a way, right? By, by the wiping Colossus, them out. they're kind of like the Reapers. Oh yeah, yeah, and exactly. Mass Effect. Whoa, yeah. there you go. Well, there you go. Um, the Colossus were created by the Galdarians yeah. as a weapon or a defense against the the universe's immune system. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it n- never work? Like Never, they, yeah. this is they've done it several times and it always ends up destroying like Mass the civilization. Effect. Yeah, yeah, like Mass Effect, <laughs> very much so. Um, so yeah, we get his point of view and it's him telling Zach all of this, and um, the he he the the, the Colossus says that the Achelios was uh, merely a foot soldier that that he was just one of many that mm-hmm. more are coming and it's just this army basically coming, and um, that uh, he's transforming uh tech jack into something and he kind of zach it it looks like he's actually like doing more to zach too oh yeah his tendrils are going up his nose and oh yeah he says um zach says like what are you what is this i don't even what are you doing to me and it's saying you are experiencing evolution yeah so it's forcing him to evolve but you can see like the suit is saying electrical infinity communications infinity defenses infinity Like his his tech jacket is upgrading to the point of just, yeah. Oh my gosh! It, it just it looks like Zach is going through just so much. Mm-hmm. Like you're so tired at the end of these issues because you're like, how much more can this kid endure? Yeah, and it's it's crazy because because of all that, we talked about how his his cockiness and his kind of like his carelessness that's almost necessary to something like for what's you know happening. It's all so bad that you almost need that like. You know, that that you know that you get what I'm saying. Like he needs to be lighthearted. Yeah. Because so much shit happens to this guy. Yeah. So tell me about uh Crow's offer. So Crow says that he will save Tech Jacket, or he'll he'll save Zach mm-hmm. if he is handed the rights to the Tech Jacket, and he will buy it from them. Yeah. So he'll offer them all this money, and if they give him the authority to own the tech jacket. 
Like, even more which, so than Zach, like, has no say. Which they're struggling with, because I understand their point of view. The The parents are like, yeah, we want you to save our son, but it's also part of him, and he's an adult, and he has every right to decide, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, his dad's struggling a whole lot with that. Um, and, and, and he even says that he can remove the tech jacket, right? Like, he's telling him, like, hey, don't you want your son to be a normal kid again? And so... Um... After that, we got that whole outer body experience with um, Zach looking at the the tech jacket and everything. And it's just more of this um, uh, Colossus, like, getting in Zach's head, basically saying, like, he's basically taking over. Like, he's he's in the driver's seat now. Mm -hmm. You know, he is the captain now. Um, This is uh, when we see the new suit, too. So the suit's completely redesigned. It's a new new version of the suit. Um, we've got like the green lines. It's more streamlined, um, in the back. Um, Kari described it as more of a, um, like a, like a crotch rocket. You know what I mean? Like a, a a little bit more sporty, Mm -hmm. you know, smoother, streamlined, smoother, smoother. It's less, it's less old. Yeah. Like looking Robocop. Yeah. He did say that it was, uh, 10 times easier to draw because there's mm-hmm. far less tubes and lines and everything like that. So it is more streamlined. Now, do you like that when they streamline something to make it look so technologically advanced, but it's just simpler to draw? Or did you do you like looking at this tech jacket, or do you like looking at the other tech jacket more? Because mm. I personally like looking at volume 2 tech jacket the volume most. Volume 2 one? Yeah. I don't know. I like them... I don't know. I like them both. Really? I mean, they're both cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the chest on the old suit, mm-hmm. but I like the helmet and the arms and legs on the new suit more. The chest where it has that empty space where it's the, you know, the black mm-hmm. like it almost looks like a black jumpsuit with the green lines and everything. I don't like that as much, but I understand that that was the more difficult area to draw. Right. Um and it looks it looked kind of clunky before too if you know but i don't know i mean it's but it's a robotic suit that is always but like moving the and point evolving is now that it's not yeah it's, it's, i mean it it's, is but it's yeah, more it's so advanced right mm-hmm. um so what do they what do the parents decide to do for with crow i think they go with it right they go with it yeah yeah they say save our son uh bring his life back to normality mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and Here's the rights to the tech jacket. Yeah, even though they couldn't really give them to him. That was always kind of weird in this. Um, well, they didn't technically do it yet. Yeah, but they said go forward with it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas oh, Crow man. does get a call from um, Stanley, who left the meeting with the president, and sa- and basically broke the news to him, saying, like, yeah, they're not going to use our method. They're probably just going to send the Guardians of the Globe or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. So that's one of our one of our few direct references to Invincible. Um, then... One of the best moments of both of these volumes. I had to send you a picture of it when I yeah. read it. Dude, uh, Tech Jacket's parents, Zach's parents are in the house. Uh, Nicholas Crow is in the house. And then all of a sudden, the house just explodes. Well, you see something zap from the mm-hmm. sky and land and just, yeah, obliterates the house. Yep. And then out of this ship stumbles Lynn. Excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. Is that home? Oh God! And she looks so badass. She, and she, yeah, looks, she does look oh, badass. She looks, dude. The way her her story, like her everything. 
She's such a badass Read character. Read volume one, oh. Lynn again, dude. She was like nothing. She was just like, teehee, like this timid yeah. little princess. And now she's like a fucking warrior. Yeah, she's so cool. Yeah. Loved oh, it. Oh, and here we go. So, <laughs> issue five. Oh. Issue five's flashback is from Crow's perspective. You get a little bit more about... Did you know that I didn't fucking catch this? Yeah, and you've read it three times. I, I How did I not catch this? Love it. I do it. It's so good. And each one is super important, too. But, uh... So you lo- learn about Crow's, um, lineage. Mm-hmm. And, like, what his father's expectations his father's were expect- of him. Yeah, right. and, and, like, he, uh, his last memory of his father and, like, everything like that. And, um, we, we see that he's, um, he's actually got Lynn, uh, like he's taking care of her mm-hmm. because she's injured. Um, we see the government sending uh, the military to the uh, colossal. Yep. And um, Zach shows up to kind of interfere with them. Zach is not in control of the tech jacket. And or his body. No. At some point, he's actually watching, uh, watching as he uh, fights uh, along with the colossus uh, to absorb the government, uh, it, like military. And he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, I, I don't even want to see this. And it's like, fine, have it your way. And he blocks out everything Zach can see. Um, really cool scene. Uh, but what's happening is while those military people are getting absorbed into the ship and putting put into these stasis pods, uh, good old America uh, had a nuke on them and they blow up the Colossus destroying it and presumably yeah well no yeah it's destroyed and that releases the the hole that has on zach that's not destroyed there's just a gigantic sure? hole in it yeah dude it's not destroyed. oh okay i see it now i thought it was destroyed but it, it fucks so, it up so it basically knocks zach free yeah yeah so yeah um that that is the moment which Crow opens up a portal, sends all his tech jacket robots in, saves and gets Zach, saves Zach, brings him back through the portal, puts him out on the um, on the table, uh, and uh, the issue ends with all the all of Crow's robotic surgeons uh, trying to or about to cut open Zach to this, take the tech jacket this off. This is of where him. he's he says. Zach is in no condition or state of mind to speak on his own behalf, so you need to speak for mm-hmm, him. Yeah. So do you? And they say yes, do it, and then there you go. Which and, we and know, he, we know that the parents don't know this, but we know that Crow is willing to kill Zach in order right, to get it off. Right. So that's why. We're okay. Right. Is it? Is it? Is it Stanley's flashback? So the final issue in Volume Three. The first flashback, the, the way it starts, is Stanley's flashback. Yes, awesome. How cool is that? Yeah, dude. F- you fucking love Stanley, too, by the end of this. Yeah. So that was awesome. We uh, we learned that Stanley was designed to uh, play chess. You know, he was designed by uh, a young um, a young Nicholas Crow, and he was brought up to play chess to find out the best route to be logical, to, you know, you know, be the, that kind of computer mm-hmm. essentially and um he's helping uh, uh, nicholas crow take the suit off of zach you know we're back at in the present here and the uh this is something that i didn't fully understand so the suit is fighting back 
and these tendrils and everything like that are part of the suit now. Mm-hmm. And so the suit is kind of fighting back without Zack being awake. It's a very, like, Doc Ock, Doc Ock type Spider-Man scene. Spider-Man 2, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stanley actually goes into the, uh, like, hacks into the, the system and kind of merges into this giant robot and knocks, knocks Tech Jacket out, essentially, which is a really cool looking scene i love that giant stanley he looks really yeah cool. stanley goes from looking just like a humble like uh, like uh, emotionless Butler. like android yeah. to then look at like the look on his face mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it changes he's so cool looking yeah uh and then the portal opens up again yeah the same portal ended up going both ways now and out of it come a whole bunch of aliens including some of the um marines Controlled by the Colossus. Controlled by the Colossus. Uh, and why are they attacking? Um, to get Tech Jacket back. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so. And they attack the Colossus. That's true. Like, there's no real other reason. Hmm. Uh, Tech Jacket fights back against them. Uh, because they're just, I guess, on Earth and destroying stuff. So Tech Jacket and all the Tech Jacket core robots fight back. Um, I love seeing, like, I love these little wing things that he has sometimes. Mm-hmm. Tech jacket, uh, those cannons, those look sweet. God, the art, the action in all of this, the coloring. Right, like, dude. dude. Like the movement in it, like him sliding back and like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I loved it. I loved it. It's so good. All these like greens and purples and blues, like there's, they're really, que- really, really, really cool looking. Uh, I loved uh, Tech Jacket saying that. Sorry, I broke your Stargate thing. So that fight ends and like... As far as this issue goes, or it kind of ends with Tech Jacket going, you know, Zach going up to Lynn and Lynn saying that that was just the beginning. There's so much more. There's there's something bigger coming and it's going to end everything. She said that wasn't that wasn't the doomsday device. That was one scout ship. Yeah. A- among thousands of those. So there are thousands more of those out there. Mhm. And then the last two pages, it's uh Crow um talking oh, saying, this was uh, the best dude this was a really cool um uh a really cool speech no it was actually stanley so stanley saying, stanley goes through and he explains all that he's done for for crow mm-hmm. and explaining all the individual pieces of the chessboard and who they are because and, that's how he was like yep. this is what he was designed to do so then and he's like he's like because crow's like oh are these the weaknesses is this how we get to tech jacket and and Stanley's like, no, they're just pawns in our game, you know. Uh, he's saying that you know the pawns are the parents, Tech Jacket is the knight, um, and and uh, Crow's like, what does that make you, my bishop? <laughs> yeah, no, but then Crow, Stanley makes him say it. He's like, so what yeah. does that make me? And then Crow says, you're the king. Yeah, he attacks him. He's in command. Like, Very robot esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, like, of. he's he's not really playing the part of, you know, the mastermind behind all of the operations, but the entire time he was. Yeah, yeah. And that's... And at this point, I didn't know... I was like, okay, so is Stanley the villain? Like, I still... I was like, so is Stanley trying to get to the tech mm. jacket? Like, I still really didn't understand why Stanley was doing this to begin with, right? And, I mean, they leave it ambiguous intentionally, um, so that brings us to Tech Jacket Volume 4, this All Falls Down. started so weird. Yeah, man. Really weird start. So yeah. 
Issue seven was a look into, so all of these issues have a crazy start. This one starts 30,000 years later. And it's like, uh, what? And it's these like horse blue energy liquid electric horse monster seahorses in the future. But they say it starts with who the fuck is tech jacket. Yeah. And it says language not yet invented. Sean, mm-hmm. 30,000 years later. Mm-hmm. So this is in the future. 4.7 light years from Earth. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they know that their civilization is about to be destroyed. And they're blaming Tech Jacket. And they don't understand what's going well, on. Well, Tech Jacket sent out a, me- a, a, a message. And he says, uh, the galaxy... Um, He's putting out a, a warning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the, the 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 speech he gives. Yeah. Later in this volume, right? Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So th- this actually goes through, and uh, yeah, and then they're under attack, and we don't see that until the end of this volume. Which you try to get the timing of it right. Oh, especially right? because, because the last this is thirty thousand years into the future, but mm-hmm. four point whatever light years from Earth. Because the this volume ends exactly where this flashback or start like it 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 the issue doesn't it end with this yeah it shows this again yeah yeah it kind of but like shows... moments after this right here yeah so how do they get there thirty thousand they years? don't they don't tech jacket sent out a signal and then for the rest of so and so for millions of years that signal carried out through the galaxy warning people of this invasion right so then how did tech jacket get there he didn't he does he saves them we're, we're oh no stanley the, does yeah, oh fuck me yeah i'm an idiot <laughs> it's okay all right um but yeah so we don't see that until later um uh now we've got uh zach and lynn getting out of the hospital and Aww. going home uh we do see he's zach reading science dog reading science dog yep yep i thought that was cool um Man, Science Dog has made it into a bunch of comics, too. It is a popular comic it in this really universe. Is. Uh, we have to read Science Dog still. There's a trade paperback of Science Dog. We're going to have to do an episode where we read Science Dog. Oh, yeah. Um, so they go back home. They're rebuilding well, well, the house. Lynn and Zach are holding Sorry. hands. You're right. Okay, yeah. are, are talking about how much they love each other and, and everything's mm-hmm. grand. Oh, yeah. Um, but Lynn's acting a little strange, is she not? Yeah. Like when they're in this limo together? Sitting kind of far. She's looking out the window. It's a little awkward. Hmm. Yeah. So they arrive at the new house that's being rebuilt because of uh, uh, Crow has sent, you know, robots to help rebuild it. And the dad kind of the kind of casually mentions that they sold the tech jacket. Yeah. Zach is not happy. He flips out on them. Um, Doesn't he? He gets pretty scary looking like the suit, like. Yeah. Absorbs onto him again, again, because of these upgrades, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the suit is like kind of part tendril now. Um, it absorbs onto him and he he marches off and goes up to the space station. Um, yeah. So now you get. And then, oh, yeah. An introduction Lynn, to these other Galdarians. Lynn said um, uh, she sent out a signal and that she invited some friends and she hopes Zach's not going to be too upset about it. So go ahead. So these Galdarians who look badass and they're warriors. Oh, so cool looking. Um, say that they got this communication from Lynn. They only have enough power in their ship, which is sparking and breaking apart, mm-hmm. um, for one more jump. 
and then Lynn said, or Z, is that how you pronounce her name? Z, yeah. Z, okay. X-I. Yeah, X-I. Thank God. I was like, how are you going to pronounce this? Here? I was like, Bill's either going to say Z or he's going to say nine. Not nine? Because <laughs> it's X-I. Yeah. Roman numeral nine. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so Z says there's no home to go back to, mm-hmm. inferring that Gilderia's gone. Gilderia's gone. So they create this gateway, they go through it, and the ship is just blowing up. Mm-hmm. So then they get into their tech jackets and show up right in front of the space station mm-hmm. as their ship is blowing up. Yep. And Zach's there because he's seeing this happen. He was on the space station and goes out there and they're the ship's flying, flying to earth. Yeah. They're flying down straight to the, to Lynn and Zach's trailing behind like, uh, Hey, um, so I'm kind of the unofficial ambassador of earth, you know, um, you know, first line of defense against, uh, extraterrestrial invasion mm-hmm. friend to Galdarians. Uh, hello. And they're just ignoring him, going straight for Lynn. Um, and they even say that his tech jacket model is dated uh, and that they'll, they'll just wipe him out if, uh, if he tries to attack them. Right. They're, their suits look so cool. Yeah. Z's especially. Z's has that, like, those yep, wings those almost. Wings. Uh, oh, I can't read this, dude. Okay, so they walk into the house. Uh, Zach is walking behind them. They walk in. Z takes her helmet off, says, Princess. Z runs right at, up to her and hugs her, saying, Z. Tech jacket looks, turns. And the final page is the two of them in a very romantic embrace, kissing. Like a romantic embrace. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. And tech jacket's like, who the fuck is Z? Now, question for you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Did you feel cheated on when you read this? Mm. No. It was It was shocking. But this is what they said they'd do. No, Ryan. And I knew no. at this point, and I knew at this point that Tech Jacket had been with other people. So I was like... Sexually, and, and knew, sexually, I, no emotion at all. No emotion. This is a romantic relationship that she's in. She was excited to see her. If it were just a sexual thing, whatever. She wouldn't even, even like, they wouldn't even have this relationship. She ha- She's in another romantic relationship with someone that's not about sex. That was not the fucking deal. Zach even says something about that, but then his mom was like, "You made the deal." Yeah. What yeah. did you expect? No, happen? I know, I know, but she's wrong. It. No, dude. No. They, they make it work. That I mean, that's how it goes. Like nothing changes. It's... She loves them both. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> I fucking hate this, dude. I mean, it was supposed to elicit this kind of emotion, and it, oh, oh yeah. god, I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how that's how issue seven ends. Issue eight begins with a look at the past again. Ten. This, this one. So the first time was uh, a look into the future, far future. This is a look into the far past. This is when Galdaria is born. And it is, it is, uh, Z, uh, this is uh, Z mm-hmm. telling the story. She's just telling a story of the, um, the creation of the tech jackets and um, the, uh, you know, the, whatever, the annihilation of uh, Galdaria over and over again with the this invasion. And, and uh, what what are we calling it? This species? Do we have a name for it? They, I don't think they say anything. They just say it's the universe's it's immune hive, system. Is it? Maybe. No, I don't know. But yeah, the immune system that goes and uh, destroys everything. And she says, yeah, Galdaria was murdered. Um, 
But yeah, so... Uh, Wait, so these they... things are what destroyed Galdaria? No, no, the black things did. The black things with the red eyes. Right. And so they created the purple and white ships, the the colossal. Oh, so Galdaria has been destroyed before. I think so. And then they, then they, it happens again and again and again. And they rebuild and they create the colossal again. And they rebuild and they create the colossal again. I think mm. that's what it's getting at. So they create this colossal. She's telling this story. Zach's not having any of it. He's not even care. He, he doesn't, doesn't even care. He's like me. Like when she was telling the story, I'm like, fucking, I just you need just, to skip through all this just, shit. That's like, who's even telling this stupid story? Yeah, and you don't even like Z at this point. You're just like, fuck this. I hate Z. Um, I, I loved her at the end. Yeah, at the end. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. But I yeah. still don't. I know I'm yeah. supposed to, but fuck she's her. She's cool. No, she's not. She's uh, fucking backstabbing, fucking homewrecker. Dude, Zach flips out on Lynn. Yeah. Flips out. And then teleports like a baby up to the space station. He does. He does. Uh, Zach's dad trying to break the uh, break the mood a little bit, asking if anybody wants a hot dog. Uh, Zach's mom goes up there and basically puts him in his place. You know, I loved that. I loved the mom in this in this volume. Between this, the last issue, like she's awesome. Zach's like, I'm really blowing this, aren't I? She's like, getting there, yeah. Uh, she says, look, take a breath, stew for a while, and come back down when you're able to act like an adult again. God, it's so good. And and he even talks about it. He he says... She says you're being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach says, I, I guess I'm being an idiot. I, I just haven't seen her with someone else before, and they seem a little more intimate than... And then she says, then who? People who get intimate? Like yeah, she, yeah. And she says, what would you expect that happens like so i'm living in this stupid world with zach where she can have sex with other people but not get an emotional attachment to them but the mom's like what do you expect what do you expect yes, yeah exactly yeah, exactly so, god it's so good it's i love this uh so yeah we find out that all the colossals are connecting uh together and that lynn has this plan where she wants to go up and talk to it and you know communicate and see if they can work something out um uh, meanwhile, we see that Stanley is watching all this. He is in communication with Zach, uh, saying that the uh, the tech jacket core, the robots, are on standby for when he needs them. Um, and that's pretty much how this issue ends. Do you have anything else before we jump into ten? We only got three no. more three more issues. No, I just think oh, it's no, no, really no. cool. We jump into issue nine. Like to think about the vastness of, like these things are this far apart that they're actually connecting, but across the galaxy mm-hmm. or the um the solar system yeah i took it as because they don't they use the sun they use the, yeah we find out in this in issue nine the next issue um that she's lynn plans to use the sun as a weapon uh while they're on the ship a whole bunch of the the, the you know the, the grunts that the aliens that are living on the colossus are attacking them um during this whole fight scene this is when uh zach and z are like bickering back mm-hmm. and forth talking shit and Lynn snaps in another one of her like awesome moments in this in this series um she's like all right all right that's enough both of you stand down oh the art is great on her too like they did such a good job making her into a badass into mm-hmm. like a leader too uh and that's what she says she essentially says that you know in case you've forgotten this is a Geldarian weapon and as we know it I'm the last remaining royalty alive which puts me in charge in charge so you're my soldiers so she puts the she kind of shuts them up and uh 
you know, they carry on the, uh, she, she gets to talk with the, um, the Colossus. It comes up. She, uh, she demands, uh, was it parlay? Mm-hmm. And it sucks her into the ship, just like it did with Zack in the first, in volume three. Uh, Tech Jacket and Lynn, or I'm sorry, Tech Jacket and Z kind of like agree to, you know, call it, you know, be, be fair with it. They've, uh, they kind of, they, they have a moment where they agree that Lynn is like amazing, that she says it's the best thing that's ever happened to her and Zach agrees and. Doesn't that make you more mad? No, I mean. I can't believe you're not feeling the same way about this. Yeah. So Lynn's having the conversation with the Colossus about what the hive is. Mm-hmm. Is and it called the hive? We'll call it well, the no, hive. We'll just call it the hive. Okay. Um, but it says, uh, and thus was born a cure for the destructive nature of just life, yeah. I guess. Uh, a relentless extinction of those who grew beyond the cosmos's intent. Mm-hmm. An execution for all uncontrolled evolution. A stop to those who dared wound the fabric of existence. So then that's when Lynn said, wait, so this is reality's immune system, and the classes says precisely. Mm-hmm. Aptly put. God, I love that image of her in front of the sun. This one. Mm-hmm. That's a great splash page. Isn't the art in this just phenomenal? It's so good. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I loved it. What else is, has... Who is it again? Carrie. Carrie Randolph. He's uh, He does a lot of covers for Marvel and stuff like that lately. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely going to look, uh, see if there's a other series that he's done. Like, I would say Otley quality in terms so of, good, like, yeah. crispness and cleanness. and it's like different, those, though. Those it's definitely ep- different. Those it's... epic panels. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you ready for issue 10? Yeah. So, issue 10 starts with a flashback to the telescope. Uh, Zach is sitting up on his roof. He's a little boy, and his dad comes up and says, What are you doing? He's like, oh, looking at the stars. I mean, you know, can't see too much, though. And again, he's still holding that toy rocket. His dad says, well, you know, uh, I've got something in the garage which might help. And they decide to build a telescope from scratch. And the dad convinces them that, like, anybody could buy their own. Mm -hmm. This will be a much cooler way because it's one that you made. And Zach loves it. Uh, Back to what's happening now. mm -hmm. Lynn is essentially taking control of the colossus yes. right like yeah. so she's and like she, in charge yeah and she gives orders to z and um zach zach which different parts they're controlling of mm-hmm. and they go yeah they go into the um colossus and they have to get to like the outer reaches of space like further so they like go into the little stasis bubbles and zach and z have a moment and they're cool with each other they get out, um, and you see the hive are coming. They're they're really close now, and uh, Zach asks Z if she would mind recording something. He wants to send out a message, and then you know, just like normally, you just turn the page, and there's fucking null. Well, no. Like, so so before before you get so they say you know Lynn's like you know commencing weaponizing the sun. And all the tendrils from throughout the solar system are going to the sun. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't think anything of this. No. 
right? Because no. you, you, you almost totally forget about it all. Oh, yeah. I, d- I did not think about it all at once. They, they mentioned the sun a couple times. They mentioned it as a weapon. Yeah, you see these tendrils going towards the sun. Mm-hmm. And you turn the page, and it's like, oh, Null's just sitting there. And he's like, huh. This, so, looks, this looks promising. So a tendril attaches to the sun. And since he's stranded there, just sitting there, because he's so strong that apparently he can't die by the sun, mm-hmm. climbs up the tendril. The tendril, like, grabs him. And then we go back to Zach, and he's giving this speech. This is the speech that uh, we see in the beginning of this volume that he sends out across the galaxy, which is over pretty quickly because he's not happy with it. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's like, this isn't going the way I like. Uh, this, you know, maybe I should start over. And he's like, no, we don't have time. There's no time to do it. Like, And so they just kind of abandon it. And th- that's it. They never go back to it. And that's, yep. that's all you get. Um, they go back to the top of the ship and the small, you know, hive bugs start attacking them uh, from everywhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it ends. Zach talks about how he's he wants to sync all the robots up with uh, the Colossus to make a tech jacket, one big ass tech jacket. And then as he's giving this like description, Null jumps out of nowhere and well, out of the portal or the no, the, 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 the tentacle, tentacle, yeah, yeah, and attacks you, attacks yeah, you damn you you left me to die on your damn son. I promised I'd tear the universe apart to find you, but here I am. Oh my gosh. And he rips off Tech Jacket's arm. Instantly. Rips it off. He's, oh, he bites onto his neck. There's blood squirting everywhere. It's gross. So let's, let's look at his, his damaged body. Should we? His arm is off. Mm -hmm. His leg is just demolished. You can't see his other leg. Mm -hmm. Um, His hand is crushed. Yeah. The fingers are all bent funny and he's being bit into the neck. Like and, a vampire. And bleeding everywhere. Yep. That's how it ends. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. I did not expect that. I was so... That was so cool. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. I loved when he came back. Mm-hmm. I love how in all my notes, uh, to shorten Tech Jacket, I call him TJ. So oh, I that's like, funny. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, Null attacks and fucks up TJ. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, throughout all of these. Uh, but yeah, so... After that, two more issues. Flashback. Volume 11. Flashback. Uh, they're using the, te- the the telescope that they made. Young Zach and his father. And they're so happy. They're seeing all of space. We did this together. We made this. Just never forget that we accomplished something. We did this together. Uh, and he's like, we're definitely not alone in the galaxy. And this is a great moment. Cut to Zach's body floating in space, all bloody. And... snippets of what happened to that telescope it broke is it fell off this ledge and it broke you know broken just like zach's body here and he keeps talking about it's okay it's okay he keeps telling you know his dad's telling him it's okay we'll rebuild um null is just continuing to beat the shit out of him and zach all he mutters is turn around asshole null turns around and there's this huge two-page spread of the giant tech jacket that he was talking about, this robot colossal, you know, or colossal. Um, and he's like, I'm not alone. And uh, then again, we we get another flashback intercut with what's happening. Uh, it's a, the, the moment Zach's dad uh, 
gets to meet Zach for the first time. He's in the hospital and it's the doctor saying, you know, it was touch and go for a while there, but they're okay. Um, you've got one strong family. Would you like to go meet your son? Uh, and it's just this great touching moment. And uh, all that's intercut with Zach being absorbed back into the Colossus. Or the Colossal, sorry. Mm-hmm. What happened to Noel? I don't know. Like, I was trying to read it really is quick. That, is that him? Is he, like, absorbed? Like, you see, him, you see him right here. Like, off in the distance. So, we just, I guess, I guess the Colossus just, or the Colossal just hit him? Punched him? Knocked him away? No. I Actually, I think it looks like he got attacked by the... Because um, doesn't it look like that's him right that's there? That's him Oh, small. you're right. Nope, that, those are the, the hive. The hive, yeah, the oh, demon okay. system. So he got attacked by them and killed. So the hive are coming after um, Broken Zack and the, the Colossal absorb Zack and the hive take over. Yeah, well, that's what that is. Yeah, I would have um, preferred to have seen that a little bit closer. That was very unclear to me. I... Up until this moment, I was still confused as to what happened, what to, happened him. to him. And I'm like, yeah. wait, I remember how awesome it was that he yeah. came back, but I forgot. Yeah. it would, So that was a little disappointing, but I mean, now that we've gotten it cleared up a little bit, it's better knowing that, you know, the hive took him. So here's another time that, like, you know, Mitch, who wrote into us talking about his injuries. So we're assuming that the Colossal just heals him here. It absorbs him. It yeah. puts him into another cocoon. Grows him another arm. Reattaches his arm. No, it grows him a new grows arm. Grows him a new one. Yeah. Puts the suit back over it, whatever. The suit kind of... Well, the suit never left him. Yeah, it's still, still on him. Yeah, it's still on him. The part that right. came off is just... Yeah. That See, again, both times there was a crazy near-fatal injury. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was like, nah, it's all right. He's fine. Kind of cop-outy? Not even a cop-outy. It, it, felt, just, a little, it, felt, it felt, like, felt a little cop-outy to me. Like, yeah. Like, there wasn't really a consequence to it. Yeah, because literally, like, two pages later, um, they're both in the head of this giant robot controlling it, you know? Uh, and I love how, like, the Colossal's like, all right, Princess Lin, you're in commands of the weapons. Uh, Z, you're in control of our combat, all of our limbs. And uh, Tech Jacket, you're going to be the navigator. Show mm-hmm. us where to fight. Like, I love that. It's Power Rangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Voltron or whatever. Like, there's the three of them are in this... Uh, yep. giant robot controlling it again never mind the fact that he was just fucked up uh and it's and it's zach saying you know oh man him saying it's all right i you know i got this enduring is what i do and it cuts back to him and his dad rebuilding the telescope well it's a flashback of everything oh of yeah him it, finding the tech jacket him meeting lynn yeah Believe me, I've beheld some amazing things. I can't say none of them scares me as much as this does, and it should. Everything I've experienced is both Tech Jacket or plain old Zach Thompson has taught me anything. Scary can be good. And it just flashes of the entire series. You know, the, the, the suit landing, coming onto him, him meeting Princess Lynn, uh, kissing Princess Lynn. Uh, and they're just, like, fighting back this... this horde of hive getting closer and closer to the center and uh and they're just you know he says they're booking it straight to hell uh so what do they do to defeat it they just well like... nothing they're just getting to the center and in this moment uh stanley is watching and he's observing everything and 
he, he Crow's standing next to him and he looks at Crow and he says, he says goodbye to him and he's saying, but truly more than anything, thank you for this life. And Stanley uploads himself through Tech Jacket onto the Colossus and overrides everything. Everything goes dark. You know, Lindsay, Zach, they can't see they're, anything. And they're no longer in control of anything. Yep. And the, the last page is the Colossus has a new face and it's Stanley's face. And he says, I'm in control now. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that. That oh. was sweet. I, I just, I didn't know where this whole Stanley storyline was going. Yeah. I'm glad where it went though. So the final issue, issue 12, uh, this is going to be a little tough to talk about. It jumps around in time a lot. It starts and it says, it starts, by the way, with a black page. It's mm-hmm. just all black. And then you turn the page and it says, one year later, ready to take on the galaxy? Then you need Tech Jacket and the Galactic Guardians by your side. And it's like this whole cheesy yeah. action figure commercial. Uh, and so it's like, all right, one year later, the Tech Jackets are, you know, they saved the day and they've made them into a toy line. It's like, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, did you catch the uh, the two frogs? Frogs, frogs doing it, yeah. Dude, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's Zach with a full beard living on this ranch, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Looks very adult. He does. Well, he, he looks like he went from, you know... And an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old when we first met him to like a 21-year-old or whatever. You know, a lot of time has passed. Um, But yeah, he definitely looks like he's matured a little bit. And his parents have come to visit. And he talks about, oh, there's this hilarious moment where where he he tells his dad and the art and everything. He's like, yes, dad, I've finally done it. Yeah. I've learned how to make my own pizza. And the look, and the look on Zach's, the look on Zach's face in the background is like so serious. So serious. And the dad is like, it looks like he has tears. He's well yeah. up. He's so proud that he can make his God, own I pizza. God, I fucking love their relationship. It's uh, so good. So here's here's a fucking awesome Invincible. Yeah. So it's been a year, and they talk about how Zach is no longer Tech Jacket, and how, you know. Why bother? You know, Nicholas Crow yeah. was, uh, you know, he made his money. He, they made action figures. It was all great. But there was robots doing it, doing his job for him. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, Robot Rex had, Took over. had taken over. Mark had left Earth. And there was robots everywhere doing everything. This was the moment of peace that we had always talked about. You know, that, you know, uh, William had talked about in Invincible. There's no crime. Everything's fine. Yeah. So Zach's like, meh, yeah, they don't need me. So I don't need to be tech jacket anymore. Mm-hmm. So then it flashes back to where we should have started. Yeah. Uh, and it's the colossal Stanley. We'll just call him Stanley now. Uh, talking to tech jacket. And it, it, it's the, the system is like overriding, override, overriding or whatever. And it's, it's forcing them out. It thinks that they're not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And so Stanley Stanley does this thing where he basically puts Zack into... Like, he, he, he taps into Zack's mind. And he flashes back to the moment where the tech jacket goes on to him. You know, back in issue one. The very, very, very first issue one. And they have this conversation about, like, is it worth it? You know, would you do it over again? Like, would, you know is would you would you want the the check the tech jacket removed would he go would you want to go back to a simpler time mm-hmm. and be just plain old i Zach? love the art because it actually looks retro yeah doesn't it he it does looks this like, thing where he yeah. he makes it look 
like the art did. Similar to to EJ Sue's mm-hmm. art, it was really cool. And he makes Zach look younger. Yeah, which I think is super important. Mm-hmm. And um, Stanley says, you know, I'll give you the choice. You know, I can I can remove the tech jacket. Um, and uh, Zach says he'll have to think about it. But until then, how about you give me a ride back? Uh, and then he gets a ride back. You know, presumably Stanley sends him. Lynn and Z back. Mm-hmm. We don't see that. Uh, and we assume at this point that Stanley defeated the yeah. hive. Mm-hmm. We just assume they did. Uh, tech Jacket has a moment with his mom uh, where she's like, you're still Tech Jacket, aren't you? I love that moment. Uh, and uh, he says like, uh, what is it? The mom says that the robots probably don't want... uh, A bunch of robots came out of nowhere and took over patrolling the planet. Uh, They're loved by everyone, no questions asked. That alone's enough for me to distrust them. Heck, they'd probably not be too fond knowing there's competition. Like, I love that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then the mom goes back into the bedroom with the dad, and the dad's like... He's totally still tech jacket, huh? And she's like, how'd you know that? Yeah. Like, what can I say? I know our son. Yeah, Zach walks into his barn... Which teleports him to a mo- to the base on the moon where he's hiding out, and uh, with Lynn, and who is selfishly still choosing two people. They're, they're just even the mom says like you know they're still together. You know it's a, what is what is it called? Monot polygamy polygonal polygonal relationship. Polygonal. Uh, and yeah, we see Lynn like briefly, but then at the end, you, we see all three of them. Uh, so yeah, that's it. He just, just, he, he basically says that, you know, they're going to continue fighting. Um, and, uh, I like how, uh, what did she say? There's no saying what the future holds. Everybody could easily forget about tech jacket altogether. Uh, and he says anything's possible. And then we get those, uh, electric seahorses in the Mm -hmm. far, far distant future, future. And it's, uh, they're being attacked by the hive and then uh stanley shows up and they're they say oh you must be tech jacket they're assuming this is the tech jacket that Mm -hmm. sent the message well so stanley says sorry i'm late but uh this will be worth the wait these stragglers are the last of them so it's going around destroying all of the universe and he's following them and destroying them all Mm -hmm. Thirty thousand years later Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like tech jacket lives on through stanley Mm -hmm. in a way protecting the the galaxy uh Meanwhile, uh, Tech Jacket, Lynn, and Z continue fighting, you know, near Earth. And that's just how it ends. The art is very different here, too. Doesn't it kind of have that... that... It, I think he's making it look retro. Yeah, kind of like, making it a callback to the, yeah, uh, the first series. because the art didn't change. Yeah, it's it looks a lot like the first series, EJ mm-hmm. Sue's stuff. Which I think it's supposed to. It's mm-hmm. definitely supposed to. Yeah. So very, 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 very. Uh, oh wait, it actually talks about it a little bit. Talks about EJ's art is awesome. Would love to work with him again, and soon. But that's Tech Jacket. Yeah. Oh shit! It was EJ Sue. It EJ, was EJ yeah, Sue. I'm sorry. We should have called that in the beginning. I'm looking now. Pages 125 and 127, and then 137 and 139. That's why all those pages. Looked like EJ Sue. That's all the so flashback. fucking cool, dude. All and he drew the last four pages. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, man. 
two, three. Love it. Love it. That made set so much better that he got to draw the ending there. That's like, you know, Cody Walker drawing the end of Invincible. No, it makes total sense. Beautiful. I loved it. That series is so good. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, I mean, it's fun. That's a good way to play it. Yeah. And it turns pretty absurd at the end there. It does get a little hard to follow. Yeah. At the end. Um, like, okay, the hive are just destroyed, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of liberties are taken with just assume that this is taken care of. But that's why I kind of felt like this would make an awesome anime, like animated thing. Like just like, it's just craziness. Like, Mm -hmm. let it be crazy. Let it be fun. Um, I, I, like I said, the injuries bothered me a little bit, but those could have just, you know. You kind of get over it. Um, whatever happened to these two guys? The two that showed up with Z, with Z, the other two tech jackets? I don't know. Again. Yeah. You just, again, a liberty that you just have to, you just yeah. kind of have to just take it. I think last time we saw them, they were in the house, just chilling. Yeah, they walked in the house with. Do they go up to the ship? Maybe they die and we missed it. Yeah, I don't see them fighting on the Colossus. Oh wait, no. Yeah, that one's there. So they they're they're fighting alongside everything. Yeah, that's it. I don't know if we see them fighting later though. Uh, my my only qualm is that I wanted more of Null. No. What? I got I got all the Null I wanted. I just wish that we'd have seen his. his that's what death. I mean. Like I wanted just a little bit more. You yeah. Because I mean? he's yeah. established as just like. This... I thought you meant like. Uh, more of an arc more of like, an arc no no, no. I, no I don't i don't want to know more about him i think that's what's intriguing about him mm-hmm. you know i thought we were gonna see more of his the guy that hired him in this uh yeah in this the... volume but that's i don't need it i don't need that at all yeah i loved it i thought it was super cool uh it's such a fun series um a couple things that happened after this we saw um we saw tech jacket in issue 128 in invincible He's seen in the background fighting the technicians above Earth. That was the last, or that was one of the issues that uh, Cody Walker drew. Uh, oh, in the Mark, flashback when he's talking Mark's, about... Well, not even a flashback. Mark says, uh, I wonder why Earth isn't answering. I've been trying to get in touch and with it him. Show, and yeah. it shows Nolan with Nolan, the stash yep. and they're fighting things. Mm-hmm. Tech Jacket's there fighting. Uh, in issue 130, he's seen during Rex's speech, working on a satellite, hinting to us that he's working with with them Rex, everything's yeah. cool like he's a public figure now uh and then in issue 142 during the robot war he shows up with and e- helps with uh, eve yeah he helps adam eve's group get to the resistance on the splash page he's there fighting and then at one point invincible tells uh tech jacket to help eve get to the bottom of the pentagon he's like you're the battering ram you get down there and go free all the the Vultramite kids and families and he, like and turns into like drills or something like yeah, that right fists, like his fists yeah. yeah uh and then the final time we see him because I thought that was the last time we saw him. I thought it was a... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize this either. We do see him in the final issue of Invincible. Really? Tech Jacket is in the final issue of Invincible. Where? He is seen during the fight between the Coalition and the Viltrumites. Fighting for who? The Coalition? Yeah. That makes total sense. Dude, he's fighting against Viltrumites that on that page. That makes total sense because he's with Alan, dude. Yep. Thrown through. Yep. So he is... Where is he? Do, do you... I'm going to grab the issue here. Uh, How do we fucking miss that? I know because it was the final issue, and we were just there's yeah. a million things in it. So he is fighting uh, right here in the corner, like big, like oh yeah, he is fighting against Viltrumites. Tech Jacket is fighting against Mark. Also fighting against Mark, Space Racer, the new Battle Beast. 
Alan. Yeah. Like that is the fight against the Vilchamites. Oh, I don't want to even think Isn't about that. Isn't that last sad? The last. Anymore. Yeah. Oh, I know. The last thing we know in Tech Jacket's chronological history mm-hmm. is he sided with the Coalition of Planets against the Vilchamites. Was defeated, presumably, and then hopefully went on to be live a peaceful life. Live a peaceful life. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't get torn apart there. <laughs> hopefully. Because we saw one page. Oh, hey, TJ. It's TJ. What are you doing here? Um, sitting at home. Yeah, we're about to record the Oblivion Song podcast. We are. Uh, we're moments away from recording Oblivion Song. What's Bill doing? Bill, Bill's Being playing, annoying, Bill's playing, playing Doom games. on my PlayStation 4. Uh, TJ, I wanted to get your impression of Tech Jacket Volumes 3 and 4. Did you uh, know? Before, you know, I wanted to add it on to the end of this episode somehow. So, uh, what did you think overall? I got to admit... Mm-hmm. That I am terrible at retaining information <laughs> unless it's right in front of me. So just I the rem- things that stand out. We don't have long anyways. I, this episode was pretty long, so yeah. Well, I, the first thing that that really comes to mind is I remember it being very funny. Yeah, it having it having a lot of comedic moments more so than um, volumes one and two. I don't remember specifically what they were, but yeah, I, I loved that. There were a lot of moments like Bill and I talked about um, Zach's sense of humor and his yeah. like. He's very carefree attitude towards things, especially when, you know, he's fucked up. Yeah. You know, which, what did you think of the, uh, all, all of the gore and, you know, crazy instances in this issue or in this, you know, in the two volumes? Because he gets messed up in volume three, the whole punch through his chest. Yeah. And then the return of Null in volume four. He kind of gets that Viltrumite punch. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was nuts. I loved, uh, I loved all that. I loved the fighting. I thought it was very well, like, choreographed i could mm-hmm. tell what was going on the whole time um where everybody was i loved the relationships the relationship stuff uh and 11 coming in i thought was cool <laughs> so <laughs> so Did we Bill talked about six? no she's z x i is pronounced z and i was oh, like Bill, are you gonna call her 11 and he's like no he he knew it was z too oh. unless we're both wrong and it is 11 but i don't think it's 11 it's just x i but yeah really yeah are you sure I'm pretty sure. Because the Roman numeral for XI is 11. Oh, I know. So it could be either. Yeah, I know. But I think it's... Mm. I don't know. Right. Either way, um, I liked what her. did you think of that relationship drama? Because Bill and I had some opposing views on this. What did What did you think when, you know, uh, when Lynn walked into the room and ran up and kissed Z? I thought it was very adult. Yeah? Very adult-like. I feel like that's something that could reaction. happen. It is a very true <laughs> reaction. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I liked all that. He was pissed. You know what else, too, that I really enjoyed? Not to get off of that, but I loved how he freaked out on his parents for selling the tech jacket. Yeah. I loved that scene. Because mm-hmm. it was just like, you never, that was like really the first time you've seen him get like fucking pissed. And he's getting pissed at his parents. Like, it made me feel bad for the, not feel bad for the parents, but like, I was actually the opposite of that. I was like, hell yeah. I, Get their ass, like fuck them. Yeah. Just selling your fucking tech jacket. Were you happy to see Noel return? I know last uh, last episode we talked about how you and I wanted to see him come back in a certain way, but we weren't sure because he was on the sun and everything. Yeah, it was cool seeing him come back. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of other things that Bill and I might have talked about. What about the whole ending? The whole end with uh, um, the uh, what's his name, Stanley yep. taking over and his whole turn. Because at the end of Volume 3, you find out that he's kind of, you know, yeah. he, he, he's the king. I thought it was very predictable. 
Yeah. Very predictable. Wow. Like, it happens constantly. Now, I'm not saying I didn't like it. Yeah. I'm just saying I, like, I mean, you didn't know that no. eventually he was going to take over. Really? Like, no. he's a, the intelligent robot. I feel like it always happens. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But I honestly didn't see it coming. I, I, I didn't know what his play was the entire time. I'm like, I didn't understand because I was like, okay, so Crow wants the tech jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh Stanley's kind of helping him, but then Stanley overthrows him. Does Stanley want the tech jacket? But he's talking to Zach, and he's kind of helping him. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't know what what was happening there. But he and he was so like sinister the whole time. Like like even when he was just like a robot and working with Crow. Yeah. Crow was never. I never felt like Crow was a threat. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So um, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was good though. What about the um, art? Art was awesome, especially yeah. when it did when it did like uh. Like double page spreads of of space or like a um, like a some kind of ship or anything like, like the it was robots. Just, it was and nuts. Everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. big fight I was scenes. Bill, it was, was very awesome. like had a lot of Power Rangers feel to it and everything. Especially when the three mm. of them get into the robot and they have their own little compartments and everything. I actually thought Spider Man mm. because of not not so much from what you're saying, but just the way Zach was in this mm-hmm. was very like. He's talking a lot yeah. while he's fighting. Yeah. He's talking a lot, and he's like making fun of them a lot oh, in the yeah, beginning, definitely. like okay, especially in Volume that. Three, yeah. which Spider-Man does. It's funny because Kari, I believe, does the covers for um, Spider-Man, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. Oh yeah, yeah, they're pretty mm. sick looking. Um, I think that's just about it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. So yeah, overall, I mean, yeah. did you like Tech Jacket as a whole? Because we're done with it now. Aside from Wolfman, like I said, this last podcast. Or last um, time we talked about it, volumes one and two. Aside from Wolfman, it's probably my favorite side tie Invincible in. yeah, tie-in. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, other thing that we talked about afterwards was the appearances of Tech Jacket in Invincible chronologically after this happens. So yeah, we see so, him a couple times. Yeah. Go on. Okay, well, I was going to ask that. Because, like, I, I mean, I kind of feel like the army should have showed up. Did they show up ever? Oh no, no. Feel that, like no there's uh, such a Stanley. That was in the distant edge of our galaxy or our mm. universe or solar system. Sorry, because it so was a ways came, away, and Stanley pushed him back. Like it was pushed back. Mm. So that, we never saw that, which I kind of liked that it wasn't like, oh, they were fucking up Earth. So why didn't it show up in Invincible? Like it was a ways away, and so that was kind of handled that so way. So what do the parents think, for example? What does Earth think of what? Is Tech Jacket never on Earth? No, he he returned he returned to Earth. So in the in the yeah. end, he returned to Earth, and he I like how it showed the robot like robot took over yeah. Earth, and robots were everywhere, and Tech Jacket kind of stayed. He had that moon base in the end, yeah. and so he just kind of stayed, kind of protecting the outer galaxy. I consider him. That's what I mean, yeah, though. Like I you're, I'm him saying, in space. like he he's kind but, of the. But Earth doesn't know that there's a Tech Jacket out there. I don't think so. Hmm. I kind of like that. He's just yeah. Off I'm doing okay. His with, own I'm okay with thing. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing though, uh, we did see him. Uh, help out during the robot war he helped eve get to the bottom mm, of the pentagon right, and everything. Right, right. uh one other thing i wanted to talk to you about is he was in the final issue bill and i didn't really remember this he was in issue 144 of invincible on the full page splash of the viltrumites fighting the coalition mm-hmm. remember that splash page no. and it showed um uh ursul in the center like fighting back and everything like that yeah he was fighting the viltrumites so during the coalition Viltrumite war that happened years and years in the future, when Terra's all grown up, Tech Jacket fought against the Viltrumites along with Space Racer and 
uh, the new Battle Beasts and everything like that. I don't believe it. Isn't Robo- that crazy Ro- to think? Ro- Robot got a hold of one of the droids. <laughs> you think he's in control of the tech jacket? We don't know with Zack in that suit. Um, Robot in charge of a tech jacket? That'd be nice. Yeah. But no, I thought that was interesting. And it kind of made sense, because as we talked about, he was so buddy-buddy with Alan and everything like that. He would side with Alan. So Probably. It's just sad to think of him fighting the Votramites. But um, either way, I'd like to think he survived, and uh, yeah. it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Thank you, TJ. We're gonna oh, yeah, we're gonna yeah. end this podcast now. Oh, okay, bye. We'll uh, we'll uh, oh before we go though, what did you think of uh, Ryan Otley's Amazing Spider-Man? Um, it was amazing. Hmm. Yeah. I thought it was very good. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be, considering the free comic book day. I just thought it was okay. I thought yeah. it was kind of bland. Like the like his art. I mean, we, we don't obvious, even need to yeah. discuss to discuss yeah. it. It's so amazing. But. I thought the writing was just kind of bland in the free comic book day. However, the f- issue one was, I thought it was awesome. Like, I, I I know Marvel does this, and I typically don't like it when they do this, but for an issue one, I liked it. All the Avengers were there. I liked oh, yeah, that. that was cool. And not only that, but I like I liked seeing Otley draw all exactly, of them. Exactly, you know yeah. I mean? I'm, I, I, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, even after reading issue one, I would not... Consider, continue Amazing Spider-Man if it wasn't for Ali. So I am reading oh, yeah? this for the art. Yeah, absolutely. I think the I think the story sold me on it a little bit, and I was super impressed with the way they, they tied it all up and like mm-hmm. made you feel like you weren't missing a beat right. in the universe. I am definitely interested. I, I, I like where it's going and everything, yeah. and I liked the... Uh, it would be cool, though, and interesting that if it gets to the point, like maybe three or four issues from now, you are reading it for the story. Like yeah. that'd, be, that'd be a lot to say, because yeah. right now you're on record saying that you're only pretty much reading it for Otley despite the first issue. Right. If it gets to the point where it's like, shit, I'm enjoying this for just the story alone. I think it's cool that they got um, the same actress that played Eve to oh, play right? Mary Jane. I know. Mm. You know, I love same when actress. You know, they get, you know, similar actresses. Mm. I mean, it's kind of typecasting. And, uh, uh, and Mark Grayson's uh, <laughs> older cousin yeah. that we just never saw in Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, we're going to end this episode. So uh, TJ, let's go record the Oblivion Sound podcast. Okay, let's go. All right. Hey, come along. Uh, but yeah, that was it. That is Tech Jacket. We have covered everything about him. That's that's about it. If this, if hopefully you're not reading or listening to this bef- without reading it, but oh yeah, like I, I I can't say it enough. Tech Jacket stands completely alone from Invincible, mm-hmm. like one thousand percent. And the thing is, like, I love Wolfman. I love Tech Jacket. I loved them both. I. I think about some of the crazy things that happened in Wolfman, and I'm like, shit, I want to read it again. I am 100% going to do that with this. Mm-hmm. I am going to be thinking, but I like them in different ways. Like, Wolfman is that, like, horror kind of, like, the vampire, like, the family, yeah. like, all that, like, all the stuff with, you know, you know, I'm not going to get into Wolfman stuff, mm-hmm. but... And then Tech Jacket is that sci-fi, action-oriented chaos. Yeah, like, I'm, I love, like, that, too. Like, yeah, so there could... are different pieces of, you know, content that I want to... Mm-hmm. That I can find myself craving later. It's like Tech Jacket is Guardians of the Galaxy. If you're thinking of the the yeah. the MCU. Yeah. And Wolfman would be Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I don't know. Or don't something know. less cosmic you're and right. fun. Incredible Hulk. There you go. Duh. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah, that's that so stupid. obvious. So yeah, uh, yeah. 
I think uh, this is this has been a very long episode, so we don't need to get into too much other stuff that we've been up to lately. Did you um did you get that Jurassic Park game for PS4? No, it got a four. Oh, I thought it got a high no, rating. No, dude, it got a four point five out of ten on IGN. They said that it was mm. like really redundant yeah. and there wasn't like a lot to do. Oh, uh, bummer. And All I right. can't. I'm definitely gonna buy it. Like, when what, it's, twenty bucks? Yeah, when it's on sale. You know, but mm. just I'm not for that kind of game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, thank you everybody for listening. We're going to be back uh, in two weeks to talk about the blood and guts in Invincible. Unless San Diego Comic-Con releases the craziest news ever. Yeah, it'd have to be pretty big for us yeah. to change it. Otherwise, we'll cover the uh, the little announcements that gets made or any of the stuff that right. gets talked about. Um, uh, Skybound's been killing it lately with all their announcements of new comics and new content and everything. Like Go read Die, Die, Die. Yeah, Die, Die, Die very is good. awesome. Um, we, uh, I was talking today on Twitter. We might do a, a crossover episode with a Spider-Man podcast, you know, talking to Invincible and Spider-Man and everything. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. This has been a long one. Remember, yeah. you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for listening. Bill, thank you for joining. Thank you, Ryan. It's really hot in here. It is. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye. Sounded like it sounded like somebody downstairs dumped a bucket of Lincoln logs. <laughs> it did sound like that. It was like a little kid like knocked it over. <laughs> <laughs>